0: Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom, shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and we're going to close out November, my friends. This is a throwdown Thursday, but it's going to be midnight all of a sudden. It's going to be December 1st. So, you know, we're going to go ahead and take a victory sip. We're going to knock a a little bit back right out of the gate. Like, why not? Mm. Mm Mmm. Shannon, I cannot believe it it is December. We are on. The Extinction Level event of 2023. We're in that final stretch. It's going to be Christmas. Everybody. Is, I mean, it's going to be crazy, man. All of a sudden, it's going to be 2024. Are you
1: going Buster
0: Rhymes right off the bat? <laughs> I didn't have a song queued up, but yes. I <laughs> mean, if you're going Extinction, extinction level, level event. event. <laughs> My man, love that. <laughs> Had that CD back in the uh, day. Yeah. Buster, uh, that was a fun era, man. That was a fun era. Here we go. This is just for you. Why not? Or, 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 or. Oh, we got wind disasters. You know what? Here we go. That's what we need. That's what we need. Because this is actually the message that you're telling all these young bucks trying to take your daughters out. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Bro, <laughs> Bruh. I mean, dude, dude, you're look. like,
1: I'm chilling and all of a sudden I got like young, young cats trying to take both my daughters out and I'm like, what the fuck is going on
0: here? What is this, man? I'm telling you one of these road trips back to Kentucky and I promise y'all we're going to get to sports. I promise. But this is just the way the conversation goes. Look, man, one of these road trips back to Kentucky, you got to pick up an old family rifle or shotgun or maybe there's like or a boat. Maybe, maybe there's a blunderbuss, right, that you can mount on the wall. <laughs> if you really want to scare him. get an old Gatlin gun. You can probably find some ridiculous crap down in Kentucky. So this, you need to do like, you know, the, the, the bourbon trail or whiskey tour. You need to do those. Come back with some just to, you know, handle business with those young bucks here in the RIC.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, trust me. My dad was a police officer. Plenty, plenty of firearms at the house. <laughs> and especially with my grandfather passed a couple of years ago. He inherited all those guns, so I can I can promise you there's plenty plenty of firearms at the
0: mcguffin compound that the, up. see that when you go mcguffin compound that's that's when you know you mean some business but wait 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 wait! did the mcguffin compound like your high school have a have a daycare and a
1: smoke pit <laughs> i just, just want to know uh no no <laughs> we, we had a stocked pond that's about it
0: that, that's okay that's okay by the way Good to see Kentucky rolling. They beat the brakes off Miami the other night. A little college basketball.
1: I'm telling you, this team this early in the season is probably my favorite team to watch probably since the either that 38-0 team or the Malik Monk De'Aaron Fox team. Wow, that's a bold statement there, friend. This is a very fun team to watch. They're very unselfish, very skilled unlike many teams that Cal Perry's had, like these young bucks can play, and the scary part is is they got three seven-footers getting ready to come play soon.
0: Wait, man. Are you telling me they're dangerous? What are you saying? My man. We got on the busted kick, man. What are you going to do? My man. So Love the, that. The busted kick might also be a tribute to that meme that Lindy posted <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll keep that amongst ourselves. But yeah.
2: <laughs> Woo,
0: that's what she said. Mm. Yep. All right, all right. Let's get you in here proper, man. <laughs>
2: sure.
0: Much like that meme. Somebody's dropping bombs, bro. How you
1: doing, man? Well, speaking of dropping bombs, Thanksgiving was fantastic. Good. Had my uh Big ass plate of taters. All the taters. My man. Yes, sir. Gravy, turkey, you know, all the fixings. All the
0: fixings. Bro, as a tribute to you, I loaded up on some mashed potatoes. I did it. Gravied them up. Man, it it hit the spot,
1: bro. Yes, sir. It does, man. Like, it really does. It's just, I don't know, dude. It's just one of my favorites. Turkey, mashed potatoes, and just smother them in some gravy mm-hmm. uh, so good so good so and, good you know two or three plates later you're in fruit food coma land and f it
0: see we had we had the ham we had the yes. turkey we had the white house rolls we had potatoes mm. and gravy and look I, i'm gonna tell you like i like cranberry sauce but i'm weird about it like uh I, i've got some friends and family that like the, that do the homemade stuff i mean that's great you know that's great but for whatever reason, I have an affinity for the old school, like canned. Yes. Like that Like that cran jelly or jam or that, just like <laughs> the cranberry fruit log. You know how you had the orange juice, like the frozen can of orange juice, you dumped it yes! like the fruit log? Yeah. It's like that, except it's cranberry. And you, you, just, you dump it out, you just slice it up, you got cranberry slices, man. That's, Done. that's my favorite. Yep. You know, and, you know, I like cranberry juice. I like cranberry, but like I don't want it all the time. But at Thanksgiving, bro, I want some cran. Yes, sir. You know what? I want some turkey. I want some White House rolls. I want some mashed potatoes and gravy, and I want some crayon slices. Damn yes, right. That's 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 good. <laughs> Thankfully, the food was much better than a lot of the football.
1: <laughs> well, I would say you as a Green Bay fan should have probably really enjoyed that. Well, elegan. all
0: right, all right. To be fair, to be fair, Green Bay sticking Green Bay sticking the the lines was incredible. Because I, I you know I was like, ah I hope I hope they give him a good game and they were they were aggressive out of the gate with a deep bomb to uh, Watson and then the Lions had turnover problems. but uh, I I don't know, you know this is one of these kind of split things where it's one part Detroit's struggle busting a little bit, right mm-hmm. And the other part is Green Bay is playing better. Jordan Love is playing better. and it look, they had some good bounces go their way I mean they got they got short fields a lot. Um, you know, Detroit was weirdly aggressive in moments that when they went for it, I think it was the fourth quarter, but when it was, uh, they, they had, they, like they went, they had a fake punt on what, like their own 23 or something, which was dumb, which was yeah. absolutely stupid. Cause the score was reasonably close at that particular moment. Uh, that was a bad, that was a bad decision. Yeah. It was in the third quarter. Yeah. It was 23, 13 Lions had that fake punt from their own 23. Green Bay snuffed it out, and uh, Love hit Watson for a touchdown to go up twenty nine to fourteen. Um, so they had the the benefit of some golf turnovers, uh, being aggressive, but some of it is just game management and game flow, and how they look. And they just I don't know, I mean, it just it was just working, you know. Yep. And and the final score, look, Detroit got a late touchdown, and I mean a real late touchdown, okay. Uh, And and then they had, they did a one-time kick, Green Bay recovered it. So you look at the final score and you go, well, they were within seven, but Green Bay took it to them. It it didn't
1: feel that close. No. You know, it's like, it's like one of those, like, yeah, Detroit did what you thought they would do, but like Green Bay just,
0: they made them look. A a Thanksgiving Day upset, that delicious meal, my slices of crayon, my turkey and ham, and then Green Bay sticking Detroit. Delicious. It was good, baby. It was good, man. That was good and unexpected, I, unexpected. But I'll take it, yeah, because I,
1: you know, I had the Lions. I, I probably a lot of oh. points on uh, Pick'em. Oh my god! And yeah, look, I, I, I'm in three Pickham leagues. There was not a
0: single person in any of the Pickham leagues that took Green Bay. Mm. Nobody. I didn't either. I mean, you know. I'm just saying, no, nobody, nobody at Pickham took, took the Packers. And I'm uh, sure the pregame thing, everybody had Detroit, too. You know, they do like, oh, who's the winner of uh, the game
1: today? So, uh, well, I mean, everyone thought that this would be the coming out party for Detroit on Thanksgiving. Like, uh-huh. hey, they lost. Wasn't there you
0: know? some weird thing, like, uh, every time there's like a waxing gibbous moon or something? <laughs> Wasn't that making their rounds on Twitter? Like, every time there's a, a certain moon tight, Detroit loses on Thanksgiving. That was funny. Um. But, at, look, at this season in specific, last three games, Detroit's given up 38, 26, and 29, right? Yeah, they
1: they, they got to start uh, figuring some things out because yes. they started out nice, but, like, when you get to November, like, this is when you should be starting to hit your stride right. a little bit. right? And, uh, yeah, Detroit, Detroit's got to figure some things out because, you know, Jared Goff is looking like uh, – Blake Bortles, <laughs> he should not be looking that way. Well, th-
0: their margin of error—it's like if you're going to turn a turn the ball over like that, they're not good enough to overcome that many mistakes. So and most teams aren't. No, uh, most not te- at this level. Most teams are not. So you know, most teams can't do what Mahomes historically has done. If he's tra- like there was a couple of wild stats. Um, obviously, with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles coming back against Buffalo, uh, Mahomes it's weird to think they were down 14 to the Raiders and then they ended up kind of blowing them out, but you can't count on that, right? You can't count on that. Most teams don't have that kind of margin of error. So if you're going to give your opponent several short fields and have, I'd say overly aggressive moments that just don't really make a ton of sense. Like I appreciate the cojones, you know what I mean? You're going to get that. Sometimes you're going to be, you're going to play aggressive. You're going to do aggressive things, right? But you know, in the context of the game, I kept feeling like, well, Detroit's on the cusp. Detroit's on the cusp, but they just couldn't get over the hump. And it's a mm-hmm. credit to Green Bay, Absolutely. but it, it it is a it is a moment of concern for Detroit. But look, Chicago's a mess. The astronaut has come crashing back to earth. I don't think he's been the same since he got tattooed uh, by the was it Kareem Jackson with Denver when mm-hmm. he when he got the helmet stuck in his chest. But either yeah, way, w- when that
1: happened, yeah, yeah,
0: uh, I, I mean. I'm halfway kidding, but, you know, Dobbs, and I still love the Dobbs story, credit to him, that that was a great little piece, but what happens is in time, teams adjust, they, they figure you out, and they box you in, and there's a reason he's bouncing around the league a little bit. It's a great story, I like him, I think it's fascinating, uh, I think everybody loved, well, most people loved that story, unless you hate the Vikings, but it was easy to root for him, but the past couple games have been rough. For Dobbs in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, Rough. and there's, there's that aspect of hanging on to the ball too long. Mm-hmm. And then like when you're getting tackled trying to make the throw. And it's like, dude, either get rid of it or you got to eat it. Well, that like, you, there, be, you better take
0: off it, and run, buddy. Something.
1: That, that too. <coughs> um, but, I mean, that was a very winnable game. Well...
0: What, for who, Minnesota? G-
1: Jesus Christ, that game on Monday night was the barf ball of all barf balls. You
0: bowls. know what's fantastic that you just said that? Is in my notes, I swear to you, I, I should probably screenshot this and send it to you. My notes, Bears-Vikings, the first line is the barf bowl.
1: Dude, seriously.
0: <laughs> Oprah was at that game, dude. You get a turnover, you get a turnover, you get a turnover. Everybody gets a turnover. That game Bruh. was awful. And I know some of those picks were like tip tip drill interceptions. It's irrelevant. Don't, it was awful. Matter. It was and awful.
1: That that was that was about as ugly of a professional Hideous. football game as I've ever seen. Hideous. And it, and, the, and the the worst part is is like it's the standalone game. Like yes. when I said it was the turd of the weekend, like after Thanksgiving, like literally after you eat all that food and you just take that ginormous shit that was that, that. That
0: was the dump. Did you that see, was the dump. Did you see where they're flexing, I think it's Kansas City, New England? Yes. And on a Monday night. On a Monday night, and they're flexing that. Yeah, so they're, they're going to have mean, Eagles-Seahawks, which certainly is a much more relevant game for, for playoff implications, <laughs> um, and I would certainly favor the Eagles, but Chiefs Patriots. I mean, like, years ago, you're like, that's an awesome matchup, but right now, this Patriots team, uh-uh. Mm-mm. No.
1: Man, no. That's... My no. my only concern, and I think this was brought up sometime in the summer, is I worry about some of the fans who have made plans in it advance. It sucks for them to go on a Sunday and now it's on a Monday, or vice versa. Yes, and you've got to change those plans, and I, I'm I'm wondering how that's going to go. I, I'm I'm kind of interested to see how that's going to go. I, I understand the Sunday night flex. Yes, but because at least the Sunday, it's the same
0: day. But a Sunday to Monday, Monday to Sunday, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna. Yeah, offer that,
1: that one is. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens there on the secondary markets and how that goes, and kind of what comes from that, because, you know, like I telling – we were talking today. Like Lindy sent the thing in our chat about mm-hmm. the you know the Colts Patriots game from twenty years ago, where it was the goal line stand game. Mm-hmm. Which was my first game, and I, I can't imagine, you know, like that got flexed to a Monday night, and then, you know, we're all <laughs> we're trying to figure out like how to get back and this and that, and you know, I some people only get to games like once a year, you know, and I'm just I'm I'm kind of feeling for those fans if that's an if that's one of those fans.
0: Yeah, no, that that's pretty tough. You, you know, there's always going to be some fans that can't make the you know for whatever reason work family trap it's gonna screw them and I hate that I mean I would imagine the flex is a little bit less annoying than a load management game you paid a ton for right but
1: yeah I, I had one of those too so. yeah
0: I mean it, it's tough I mean I, I'm empathetic to any fans that can't make that game but at least there's a decent amount of notice like if you hear these situations where somebody goes to like a concert and then it gets canceled at the last minute. Uh, can you imagine? Like if you've driven, you've gotten your accommodations, you're at the venue, and then the artist is like, "Nope, peace out, can't not performing the night later." And that happens. Mm-hmm. Like and then that that extra sucks. So it, it stinks for them, but at least it's far enough in advance that you know if they can't make it, they can sell their tickets or or do something else. But I, I'm empathetic to that. Flexing's a tough one, but that would have been a terrible Monday night game. That would have been
1: a terrible one in that game. They, I mean I don't ra- know ra- if it would have been as bad as Chicago, Minnesota, but still. That game
0: was so ugly, you kinda watched it just like how bad can this get? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I watched that game and I was just like, oof.
1: Gross. I'm just wondering what the total for over under turnovers in that game oh, was. Oh, I said it had know- to hit the over. Oh,
0: of course it did. Of course it did. Oh, by the way, you you know, you know I don't I don't do any betting. We like to talk about it a little bit, but I don't actually, you know, throw any money on anything. Uh, yeah. But I could swear, uh, somebody was talking about this Michigan-Iowa game, and they said that the uh, <laughs> over-under for Iowa in the first half, like, for their point scored, is point, a point. is point five in the first half, yeah. and point five in the second half. I'm like, oh my god. Is that because people have been winning on doing the under with Iowa? <laughs> They're like... <laughs> Now that's They have just to score. How good Michigan team this they have to score 0. <laughs> no, I know. It that's that. I don't know that I've ever seen a line like that. that I was
1: hit the under and I think in almost every game this season. Like yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, if if you've if you've been betting the under on Iowa games, you've won more than you've lost. Significantly they, more than you've lost. Yeah, they've
1: set records Mm -hmm. for like setting totals for games and hitting the under.
0: Terrible. But 0.5. Iowa 0.5
1: points scored in the first half and one point for the game. Could you imagine, like, if someone's like, yeah, they took the under and like Michigan fumbles it like they're 30 and (laughs) Iowa has to kick a field goal and gets points and they're like,
0: that's the backdoor cover the or whatever. That's that's just the back door you deserve. <laughs> oh, that's what Ryan it is. That's it what, really is. That's what Ryan Shazir said. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't even know that was gonna lead to that joke, but oh my god. Bro.
2: Hot potatoes. <laughs> Man. What is
0: that motherfucker thinking? I don't know, dude, but uh, yo, his Come wife on, I don't know if he and his wife are separated or what, but yo, she kept receipts, she posted that stuff. Man, I tell you what though, Mrs. Shazir50, man, the throwing up the chat stuff, and one of the things in that conversation is a picture of a book that says the ultimate guide to anal sex for women. Like, that's a that's a hell of an Amazon wish list. I don't I don't know if you want to do that on Kindle or not, but uh, blow by blow. But come on, man! Like, that wasn't that was an amazing story, right? For Ryan Shazier yeah, Ch- with the injury,
1: walking stuck with you through all that, I man, know, and, dude. Come on, dog! Come on, dog! I mean, come on, man! And they've had two kids together. He yeah. got the dance at the wedding. That's a
0: bad look, man. That's, that's,
1: that's, what are you fucking doing? That's a bad
0: dude? look. Now, unless they are like, uh, I don't know. One of the articles said they're not currently living together. If they're separated, it's it's a little bit different. But that's still uh, that's still pretty dicey, man. It's I would just say at the end of the day, it's not a good look. But, you know, as they say, kids, you don't always want to meet your heroes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, other than the mistress who apparently is going to get her stocking stuffed One way or the other.
1: (laughs) From Ryan
0: Shazier for Christmas. Bro. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Talk
1: about Rocky Road.
0: Might be a different first letter on that. Mm hmm. (laughs) As Cookie Monster says, C is
1: for Cookie. (laughs) Good enough for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh well, that was. Are, are we breaking out the Cookie Monster song on the sports? Break? Oh,
0: C is for. I don't know that we've ever done that, and I don't know. I, that, mean, I don't know that that's really fair to Cookie Monster. That's, I mean, I love me some Cookie. Look,
1: if there's ever any now, celebrity I'd with love to meet, is C? Cookie Monster. Cookie starts with C. Let's think of other things that start with C. <laughs>
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well all I know is that Ryan Chase here's word of today starts with A. <laughs> <laughs> C is for Cookie,
2: that's good enough
0: for me. Or B perhaps.
2: C is for Cookie, that's good enough for me. <laughs> you mix oh. in a
0: you mix in a little bit of D?
2: C is for cookie that's good enough for me. <laughs> oh, kookie, googie, kookie starts with C
0: Oh <laughs> man. That's an accidental tangent jump. I did not know. You know what, though? I didn't know we were going to go there, but apparently, based on this book, neither did she. That's all I'm saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. You know what? What? You know what else starts with C? Christmas. Christmas. And our fave group tells us not to be a C because it's Christmas.
0: Oh, fascinating, Ada. Yes. I got. I got because
1: it's it. We're after midnight at this point, so oh, oh,
0: we are. Look at you, fascinating Ada. I have to have that bookmarked. I have to. There's no. There's no way. Hold on. It's just not in my favorites. That's why. There it is. Hold on. This has to be the right one. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Because you got to hit the right little. You got to hit those little couple of notes first. Yep. And then you get, so look, Ryan Shazier This is this is a sports brew dedication for you. It may be a little late. Maybe a little late. But
2: Try not to be a cunt. it's Christmas. Take a tip from Santa's home. Well,
0: she is taking a tip, but oh, wait a second.
2: The rest
0: of us are doing our best to be jolly. So don't go looking like you swallowed
2: a bunch of holly. Is that what that blow by blow book is about? <laughs> don't
1: shout a carol,
2: citizen, tell <laughs> the story. Don't buy your what about swallowing? Oh, show. no. <laughs>
0: wonderful love that song i will I'll, i'm always thankful that you introduced that uh
1: to us it's an amazing song i i wish <laughs> they toured outside of england because i would absolutely go would watch you go them. to a show just for that one song fuck yeah why not mm. i mean if they went to i mean when i was in ireland if they'd gone to ireland somewhere i would have gone and watched them see
0: that would have been that would have been on point dude that would have been, been amazing yeah that would have been phenomenal
1: and that would have been sports brew approved right there 100
0: 100 100 sports for bro- approved dude i would have but been... brian shazier dude come on like... man come on man clean that come up on. bro clean that up bro
1: what are we doing
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. well you know it's that time of year he's just you know he's just ready to let it go or, according to that book, Let It Blow, or Let Her Blow. Let it go. What do you want? Oh, no.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, perhaps more reasonably. <laughs> this is, this this free. Is <laughs> free. That's where I was going actually, next. So. Actually, 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 that's the wrong song. The right song is this. There you
1: go. All right. And that's where she screams, wrong, wrong, wrong. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: Oh, Shannon.
1: And he's like, uh.
0: Whitfield. Actually, actually, if that's the case, hold on. I know the soundboard we need.
2: (laughs) Oh, Jesus. You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere? Huh? (laughs) <laughs> Somewhere. You Somewhere. owe me for one jelly donut. <laughs> Ryan, oh, Sha- no. Ryan Chazier, will deliver?
1: <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs>
0: is that what she said? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus Christ! Well, I said
0: we were gonna get the sports. We sort of, some kind, of, kind no, of. no, we didn't. No. no. <laughs> All right, we got
1: the Ryan Chazier, and then the whole thing fell <laughs> apart. Everything, everything went to hell. <laughs> All
0: right, fair enough. Holy shit! Yeah,
1: but, right.
0: Okay, so, so what we're, we were talking about <laughs> was that division. before we got to the Ryan Shazier, well, we—I mean, some of these teams are bringing up the rear. So technically, Ryan Shazier was helping us with Minnesota and New England. <laughs> In Washington.
1: Bro, the butt suck of... The Browns.
2: (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit.
0: You're welcome.
1: (laughs) So... (laughs) The craziest stat I've seen. and oh. I watched all the, the the shows. I'm sure you probably watched them too.
0: Some of them, maybe. I don't know if I. I, I so
1: through their first eleven mm. starts as in in their first full season as a starter, Aaron Rodgers, 2008, he was five and six mm-hmm. with 2,599 passing yards and 21 touchdowns. Jordan Love <clears> in 2023, <throat> his record is five and six with 2,599 passing yards and 21 touchdowns.
0: It's it's wild, dude. Like, <clears throat> it's the wild.
1: same – this is crazy. The same number of – the same record, mm-hmm. the same passing yards, and the same total touchdowns. Did you say the same assing yards? Are you still in Ryan Shazier? The same assing
0: yards, yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. All right.
1: but that that's insane. Isn't it? Like, no, it, I,
0: it it's wild. And to be fair, you know, early earlier in Rodgers, the team wasn't very good. Right? So the the wins weren't really there. But, you know, anytime you're pulling references like that, what you're hoping is that you're seeing progression, you're seeing development. And like I said, leading off when we were originally talking about Packers Lions, I haven't had a lot of confidence in the floor and it's too, it's too early to know if, if Jordan love is, is legit, but, and is the, the answer. However, the progression over the course of the season started out hot, a lot of struggle bus moments. And again, that's a very, very, very young team. That's a super young wide receiver core. Um, And their running backs have their veteran running backs. They're not old, but they're definitely, they have enough years in that they're, they're vets. So Jordan love you know, first year as a, as a as the legit starter, um, and just a lot of young skill position talent. So you knew you're going to have some growing pains. And I've said I'm I'm not terribly confident in Lafleur. Uh, there's a lot for Lafleur to prove over the back half of the season. There's a lot for Jordan Love to prove over the back half of the season. But that's if they play like that. Even if the wins aren't there, right? But if they play like that, you see Watson. You see some aggression. You see better game flow management. Then there's upside. Now, I, I really want to see how they play this upcoming weekend with the Chiefs coming to Lambeau. Yeah. Right? First of all, uh, when I sent out my Game of the Week email, I did take uh, one of them uh, look, there's two easy – well, there's one absolute Game of the Week this weekend. Yep. Absolute. 49ers-Eagles. Yep. yep. That's on there. And then I picked the uh, Chiefs at Green Bay. Which I was like, nah, maybe I shouldn't pick that game, but I'm like, you know what? In my head, I started thinking about when they threw Jordan Love's mom and girlfriend in like the upper, like the very last row of Arrowhead. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And so, like, I'm just having, no, a, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm just having a good old time, you know, with that. And I referenced that in in the email out, and I figured a lot of people aren't going to get the, they won't get it, other than the you know football people will, or anybody that pays attention will. But I thought I thought that was a hoot. And um what did I say here? Hold on. Fresh off fresh off a Thanksgiving upset of the Lions, will Jordan Love and the Pack keep balling out? Have the Chiefs Chiefs wide receivers finally solved their season long case of the drops? Even better. We'll see if the Packers give Tay Tay and Brittany Mahomes better seats than the upper decker nosebleeds that Jordan loves mom and Jordan Casey in twenty twenty one. For the say what crowd, I included a YouTube video link when they zoomed in from on the, on the game coverage of his mom and his girlfriend way up there. I was dying. So I decided I had to include it for that that alone. But
1: So, so it, here's it, the thing, it, Justin.
0: If they play the Chiefs tough, even if they lose, because mm-hmm. the Chiefs have a good defense, and you know it was important for the Chiefs beating the Raiders the way they did and scoring all those points and being productive in the second half. If yes. they play the Chiefs tough, if they steal a win, that's incredible. But if they play the Chiefs tough – and Jordan Love looks good, you know what I'm saying? You can you can feel really good oh, about the progression in season, and you hope for a strong finish. Because if they do that, Minnesota Minnesota's probably falling off. Detroit's a little struggle-busting. Uh, Chicago's not going anywhere. They're a dumpster fire. But they can, if nothing else, either be a spoiler, right, or they'll be in the hunt for a wild card. It's more likely they'll be a spoiler. But can I tell you how much satisfaction I would get if – we get to the end of the season, right? And mm-hmm. remember, last year Detroit basically ended Aaron Rodgers' his tenure in Green Bay, right? Ended it. So if Green Bay can be the spoiler that screws Detroit out of a one seed or something like that, that's advantageous. <laughs> hell yeah, I'll take that.
1: <laughs> well, Green Bay's schedule down the stretch is very favorable. Mm-hmm. Kansas City's the toughest scheme on their schedule. And I'm actually in our Pick'em League mm-hmm. just with a couple of points, but I'm taking Green Bay to win that game this week. I think I have Green Bay with one, just for fun. Um, because I, I think they're on the upswing, and I don't know. I, I The game against San Diego, or San Diego, L.A. Chargers.
0: You can call like, them San Diego. They might as well be.
1: I mean, who, they, who gives a fuck at this point? Anyway. <clears throat> like I thought that may have been like a accident, but like watching that game against the lions, I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I, I think this team has kind of figured some things out. Mm-hmm. It feels like it, doesn't it? It, it feels like they figured figure some things out. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they could maybe pull the upset on Sunday night.
0: Well, again, if, if they because can... there's
1: going to be some extra juice, you know. Of course. And, and the other thing is, is you know, Kelsey has Taylor Swift. Green Bay has Simone Biles. Hey. Her husband does play for the Packers, so you know, Simone Biles versus Taylor Swift. You know, <laughs> I'll take the Olympic champion. Go for <laughs> go for the gold. Right there, you go. That's what the G's for, gold. Yeah, Green Bay. Mm. But I, I don't know, man. Like they they showed me something and I I for the first time like in a in a while I'm like, "Okay, Green Bay. Go on with your bad cells and uh what was the what was the kid's name, Gary? Yeah, tou-
0: Rashawn R- R- Gary who tore his ACL at Detroit last year to come back. To have three sacks in that game uh one uh one of his uh defensive one of those was a st- the strip sack that they they ended up picking up and running back for a touchdown that's when they I went mean, up that, yeah that kid. i love i, I love seeing that in the in the, the um LaFleur giving him the game ball like in the yeah. locker room I and mean, I maybe mean, he got emotional he got emotional but i mean that's a hell of a recovery and good for him and i thought it was funny when he was like i'm i'm tired of losing it or uh Crying in front of you MFers or whatever you said, man. It was, it was great. But you could see him choking <laughs> up, man. You can see that. But, uh, yeah, look. That's a lot of, you know,
1: and, that's a lot of work. It is. A lot of time by yourself. Yep. And Yep. putting in, it's just all that coming to fruition is essentially yeah. what that is. Yeah. And that was cool to see.
0: I agree with you. So, I'm, I'm hoping for a good game. Um, and, uh, I, you know, again... You give me a competitive, even if it's a loss. You have a lot of fight, very competitive. I'll feel good about it. You know, Kansas City is going to be a tough out, but Kansas City worries me uh, because of the drops. And sometimes you can't trust them. I mean, it's it's not it's not that the play isn't there. It's not that Mahomes doesn't put it there. It's just, quite frankly, sometimes the wide receivers just don't hold on to it.
1: Yeah, and so. that's and that's that's you know that reminds me of some of those uh, Patriot teams with Brady like. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let's go back to 06 and and Lindy will wide freaking open by like 20 yards. Was
0: that the game where we had the meme with Rache Caldwell where he was all bug-eyed?
1: No, yeah, and, and like literally his eyes were like as big as the damn face mask via the freaking camera. Like, that wasn't like a whatever. Like, his eyes were just like like he
0: was an alien. Well, he was. It's like he should have been an extra in total recall. Remember that when they were on the moon yeah. and they were out of air? Cohen, do <laughs> people need air? Yeah. And his like eyes are exploding out of his head. Yeah, it was like that.
1: Like, like <laughs> uh, MBS should have caught that pass. <clears throat> should have.
0: Should have, would
1: should have, have, could have. Should have, would have, could have. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, your, so, that's
0: your tagline right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if if, if the old cl- Christmas classic, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, every day would be Christmas. So, there yeah, I go. mean, it, it, some of it just depends on what Chiefs team you get, right? Yeah. But for Green Bay, for the Packers in particular, it's you go, okay, is this the progression and the growth and the maturation of a lot of these young players? Is it coming together a little bit? And if that's the case, then they'll then they should, you know, make a game of it. Do I expect Kansas City to win? Yes. I would you know, and I mean I would expect Kansas City more right. mature team, more mature quarterback, Andy Reed. Um, but I would be tickled if they struggle bust a little bit and if, if Green Bay was able to either threaten at the end or in particular steal the win
1: would be phenomenal. And that's the uh, thing, like stay aggressive. Like right. don't just because it's Kansas City, don't be like, oh God, we can no, screw no. up. I, if, no, like, go they fuck, went, get
0: after it. Yes, they went after Detroit. And I liked that mindset. You know what I mean? I like right. that mindset. And I think that paid some dividends. So uh I hope that they carry that mindset into this game. Might blow up in their face. That's okay. Um, but I'd like to see calculated aggressiveness, not stupid aggressiveness, not not a fake punt on fourth and whatever. From, excuse me, from your own twenty-three. Not that, uh, but calculated aggressiveness and when you know some willingness to take some deep shots. That would be phenomenal. Um, okay, well we jumped around a lot to a whole bunch of games there. Uh, we might as well just clean up Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> I will say this, and look, we just watched Thursday night football. Uh, we watched uh, uh, Dallas handle handle business and finish off Seattle late. Looked for a minute there that uh, Seattle might be able to pull the upset. Uh, but a couple, of, a couple of little notes from that particular game. First of all, one of my favorite things of the past couple of weeks, we didn't talk about it when we recorded the other week, just didn't get to it. Uh, but one of my favorite things of the past couple of weeks has been DK Metcalf, uh, who learned ASL or, or sign language to basically be able to talk trash on the field without getting fined. I absolutely love that. And for anybody that doesn't know, um, I've got two sisters and my middle sister is, she was born deaf, like not like nerve deaf. She She's 100% absolute. Her husband had progressive hearing loss, um, but my sister was born deaf. So, you know, this story resonates with me um, in particular And I think it's an absolute riot. Although what's funny is her husband, and by default my sister inherits this, uh, her husband is a monstrous 49ers fan. He grew up um, in California. That's where they do live. Uh, So he's a huge 49ers fan. Every once in a while we talk about some football, and it's kind of funny. Uh, so I don't know how much he can he can appreciate a Seahawk because obviously 49ers Seahawks generally 49ers people, as Randy would tell you, do not like Seattle.
1: <laughs> no, he calls <laughs> them the Sea
2: chickens.
0: The Sea Chickens. But uh, here here's actually a clip with DK with uh, Rich Eisen talking about this. But other than that, man, just I will take ASL now on my off days. What's that? Uh, American Sign Language. Okay. What what Sorry. what what what, uh, what caused you to do that? Um. I mean, I kept getting
1: flags for my mouthing, so got to sign my uh, shit talking now.
0: Come on, is that why? Really? That's, that's what I got to do man, to keep myself busy. <laughs> that is so fantastic. That's it amazing. Is, it is so fantastic, and he was lighting the Cowboys up. He he had a... a very productive day, we will say, against uh, Dallas on Thursday night football. But you can go in and you can like pull clips and uh, of him rocking whatever or scoring on somebody. And uh, he had one uh, when when they scored on uh, the Rams. Um, he called at, at Rams quarterback Akello Witherspoon. Uh, Metcalf signed 44 at Witherspoon's jersey number. He said, 44, my son. <laughs> <laughs> So he's sitting there. If you're like, what is DK Metcalf Girl. doing? He is trash talking in the ASL. He is doing some sign language trash talking. That is brilliant. That's By awesome. the way. One of my favorite comments so when you read the Twitter thread, somebody said, Oh, the commissioner's office is learning is learning sign language now so they can find him next week. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I,
1: was, I
0: laugh. That's funny, but I, I love that whole story. I think that is brilliant. I think it is is it's it's very very funny, but it's very smart, uh, and it, to me that's like next level thinking. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I don't want to get fined. I've gotten in trouble. Let me do this. And in a way, it's also very inclusive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, 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 it really is, dude. It's, it's like super <laughs> inclusive. He's like, let me trash talk, you know, for the for the for the uh, heart, deaf and hard of hearing audience. Here we go. <laughs> so uh, that's just fantastic. That is one of my absolute favorite stories of the year. And, uh, I'm kind of curious what his trash talking signs, what he's going to say and what he's going to, (laughs) uh, sign over the duration of the season. That is just incredible to me. One of my absolute, absolute, absolute favorite stories of the year is DK Metcalf learning ASL and talking trash on field signing it. That is brilliant. So brilliant. Uh, (laughs) but it it definitely looked for a minute. Like Seattle was going to steal that game uh, Dallas. Well, ended up, fin- late. Yeah, I know that uh, I thought they were going to finish that off. Uh, Dallas ended up pulling that game out, but I'll say this, keep in mind, uh, Thursday night football games usually are eh, kind of a mixed bag. That was a good football game, but do remember both of his team, both of these teams had longer than normal breaks because they played on what Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So they had, both of these teams had a full week. Okay, it's the only good
1: Thursday night game we will get
0: this is this is I'm trying to think back. Did we have any other Thursday night games that were this good Mm -hmm. with this entertaining? I feel like the answer is no. And some of it's because they're two decent teams. Sure. But I think that to me, this is a clear indication that the short week is rough. And if they actually have a longer or more normalized break between games, you get a better product on field. Right. Um, If there was anything and I've said this to you all before. I don't need an 18th game, but I think the league can make it an 18-week season by doing two buys. Yep. I know a lot of people say that they don't want to do two buys. The broadcast partners don't like it, but let me tell you what: mm-hmm. if if they you leave it 17 actual games played, but you have an 18-week season, right? Because you have you create the 18th week because you're giving everybody else an extra buy, so you could essentially do these short week kind of funky things by having teams that are coming off of a buy play yeah. on Thursday so that they're, you know, uh, it's a more normalized thing for them. And they're not doing this three-day, four-day turnaround, this disaster for them. Because most of those games aren't good. It's there. Yeah. We can do it. Uh, I know people are going to complain, oh, I'm a fantasy team, whatever, dude. Boo-hoo. What a- boo-hoo. But you can stretch the season out, artificially create, you know, the 18, uh, by just giving teams an extra buy, you could stagger it. There's a lot of ways you could do it. Uh, there's enough models and look, just get the AI writers from sports illustrated. Just get the, (laughs) by the way, by the way, instead of
1: having six teams on a bye week just do two. Well, look,
0: if they're going to have two, if if every team's going to have two buys, you're going to have, you're going to have to stagger that out. So I don't know if you play every game, the first two weeks, every game, the last two weeks, you'd have enough time there to move that around, but it, it, my main point here is that the quality of that game reflects that if the both teams have a reasonable like like not just a short compressed week, think about game planning, healing up, all that stuff and the and the and the Seahawks got their asses kicked mm-hmm. by the 49ers, right? And and Dallas ended up embarrassing Washington. I mean, that game was reasonably close for a long time, then Washington got a little desperate late in that game and I think Correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say within the span of nine minutes, Dallas scored twenty-five points.
1: Something like It that, was yeah. awful.
0: It was awful. We'll we'll get to that in a second. But to me, this reinforces the idea that if you give teams proper rest and planning, you get a better product on the field. So if yep. you want to play Thursday, I'm telling you. We've talked about it before. I will say it again. Two by weeks, you can structure the season, you can set it up so you have proof in the pudding. They know, right, playing Thursday after Thanksgiving Thursday, you take two teams that played Thursday games, or you could have even done the Jets or the Dolphins, right, because it's Black Friday, first Black Friday game. You could have done that. They have a, a, a more reasonable turnaround until the next game you get a better product. It is doable. It is doable. So uh, anyway, I gotta tell you, bro. Yeah.
1: I didn't watch one second of that Black Friday game.
0: Um, I had it on as background noise. I didn't pay a ton of attention to it, but, um, my favorite part of the Black Friday game is that it gave us the Hail Mary because (laughs) that, that was incredible. And keep in mind, right. When the jets get that pick six off of Tua, they closed the 10 to 10 6. Of course, they missed the extra point. It's 10 you mean to 6. mean the Dolphins? Oh, excuse the Dolphin. me. The Dolphins got the pick six. Yeah, excuse me. Off a of boil. Well, no, hold on. The Jets, Dolphins Dolphins had the ball. Tua throws an interception. It's a pick six. The Dolphins are up 10 nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Jets get a pick six. They make it 10 6. They missed the extra point. Oh, God. Gotcha. Dolphins are gotcha. back on offense. Tua throws another interception. So, in that moment, you're like, okay, so you're telling me there's a chance. Uh-oh. No. The jet, Dumber
1: territory. Jets
0: going to Jets because Tim Boyle heaves up a midfield <laughs> Hail Mary. And the Dolphins pick it off essentially as the damn clock is expiring. And Javon Holland runs the Hail Mary back. 99-yard pick six to go up 17. So, if you were a Jets fan, you go, okay, we got a pick six. We got another interception. Maybe we get some weird desperation, fluky score, or something at the end of the first. Nope, you get knocked straight back to reality. You get the hail mary. You go from the hail mary to the ha- the hail mary. Get the mm. hell out of here. Turn this game to hell off. <laughs> <laughs> and the Dolphins put away the Jets, man. That was crazy. But the the hail mary was incredible because you're looking at that like seriously. Time expired, How? dude. Time expired, and that guy ran that thing back 99 yards.
2: <laughs> How?
0: How? How? Yes, that is absolutely 100% correct. How
2: do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up?
0: 100%.
1: And we don't know if that was Salah or if that was Rodgers. <laughs> Either way. Either way. I mean, that's... Is- that motherfucker it's practicing well, oh my gosh yeah like, uh, we'll and that, get... that dude is trying three months ago he tore his Achilles and he's trying to come back like my brother-in-law is a Jets fan he said fuck it let him come back who cares and I'm So
2: like,
1: there's some
0: interesting theories about that and some media speculation and you know this is another one of these stories we've we, I mean who hasn't talked about this thing it, him being able to come back in season would be incredible, okay? But I don't think anybody looks at the Jets and goes, hmm, playoff team. Nope. Uh, their, their schedule's not conducive to it. And even if, like, look, he he's, he's resuming practice. Lim- he's limited, but he's resuming practice. But one of the theories that a few people have advanced and, and speculated about is that he wants to come back in Part A, right, to prove that he can do it which would be incredible. Mm-hmm. Second part of that is that he wants to protect and make sure that Robert Sala, the GM, his buddy Hack, and, you know, his whole arsenal of NFL transfer portal or free agency acquisitions don't just get dust. But, I mean, Lazard was in at, was a healthy scratch the other week. So they, they think part that's of it... That's brutal. Part of it, I know, that's rough. Uh, part of it is about... Protecting that staff, that coaching staff, and the people that are there. Look, here's the reality. They made a mistake. It's one thing to keep Zach Wilson. They made a mistake with Tim Boyle. Right? If you wanted Zach Wilson to learn, Wilson should have been the three. It should have been Rogers, a more viable two, and Zach Wilson as your three. You can't control for injuries. It's fluky. I get it. Um they should have done better with the O line. I know they've had some injuries there. You know, again, you can't control for all that, and it's fluky stuff. I hear you, but you can you can certainly look back. It's a little bit rearview mirror, but they made some personnel mistakes with how they built a the quarterback room, how they built that offensive line. The defense is great, although look, they're obviously getting gassed, and at some point, your record's poor enough, you go, we ain't going anywhere, and mm-hmm. it's just what happens. So, yes, I think he wants to come back to prove he can do it. Some of that is his own ego. Let's admit it. Um, yep. He, that Aaron Rodgers loves him some Aaron Rodgers, and that's fine. <laughs> I mean, he does, dude. He does. He, do, he does. He he, he, does. he has a grand old time on Pat McAfee. Um, he has a grand old time messing with people. Yeah, of course I'm immunized. I mean, he has a grand, and you know, people will hold up, hold the, you know the COVID vaccine thing against him till the end of time and some other stuff. And that's fine. If that's your agenda, that's fine. Um, he's not necessarily a likable, a real likable dude, right? I mean, he clearly thinks he's super smart. He's one of the smartest people in the room, blah, blah, blah. I've heard all those arguments. That's fine. But I do believe he wants to come back to prove he can do it. Some of that is his ego But I can see why people, some people have advanced the argument that he wants to protect some components of the coaching staff and the organization. Look, they've hitched themselves to Rodgers. They have. They've hitched themselves to him. You're not going to be able to replace him. Zach Wilson's not the answer. You damn well know Tim Boyle's not the answer. Right? So, you can draft another quarterback. That's fine. But, you have to go into this situation knowing that next year you're still hitched to Rogers. He knows it. He doesn't want a whole new coach and staff. Are you kidding? You don't want that. Nope. So he, yeah, he wants to come back. I I'm still of the mindset that if they're not, <clears throat> if they're eliminated from playoff contention, you know, Al Michaels, I still always love the call. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Yes. But I don't need the Christmas miracle of Aaron Rodgers starting a game to satisfy me in any capacity. Uh, I don't. But if the doctors clear him and he's good, okay. But I think that's a pretty big gamble if they are eliminated from playoff contention. And I don't know – I don't see a viable path for them. I just don't think they're – you know what I mean? I I don't see how they're gonna win enough games by the time he's legitimately ready. If he
1: nah, is, this is this is this not year. a Dumb and Dumber scenario where you're yeah. telling me there's a chance. Nah, there's no, there's no chance. It it just uh, Buffalo is there at six and six, and yeah. like that that's the one team out of playoff contention mm-hmm. that I can see getting them and Houston are probably the two teams I can see getting back into contention. Yeah the jets uh, that that ship has sailed dude I would, yeah. that, that ship sailed a while ago i think that that ship may have sunk yeah that it after after, after that freaking shit show against miami yeah
0: look they're gonna be you know ryan chazier in that division they're bringing up the rear you know what i'm saying oh they Just... bringing
1: up the rear right? <laughs> well the patriots are bringing up the rear in that division <laughs> they're, they're trying to get caleb williams
0: yeah Look, that's a masterful tank job. I'm just saying. But, but by the way, yeah
1: the, the crazy part about this weekend is the Patriots are going against the Chargers, right? And I got to tell you, if I'm the Chargers, <laughs> I'm doing everything in my power to fire Staley, calling Robert Kraft, and what can we do to get Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick to be our head coach? Because... Let's think about this for a for a minute, Justin. Let's go back. Mm-hmm. They they wasted Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. They wasted Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. They wasted Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. They wasted Junior Seau. You know, at this point, we're wasting Justin Herbert,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Keenan Allen. You got to get somebody in charge. No, no pun intended, that can get this team on the right path.
0: Now, now, look, we've talked about this is another one that's come up in conversation a lot, and I think Belichick would be, you know, if I'm a Chargers fan and I'm dealing with this incompetency and some of the ridiculousness that has been Chargers going to charge it for a long time, I'd be 100% willing to roll the dice on Belichick. I would. I mean, how, I would. how
1: many career, like junior sale? I, I, you I know you.
0: That's a deep dive, very far back. But here's the thing: they have a good, they have good talent on that team. They have a competent organizational structure to get talent, but Staley does not elevate the talent on that team enough, in my opinion. Correct. Okay, they still lose in dumb ways. They have these weird issues, but I would be willing to make that gamble because. Barring some late season miracle, I don't see how Brandon Staley survives this year. I just don't. He should I shouldn't. just don't. I he, and and, he shouldn't. and you're gonna see stories floating around with with Tepper and Carolina you know, having his Tepper tantrum and firing Frank Reich. By the way, it, it, if you look at a picture of Frank Reich at his introductory press conference. Oh my god! I mean, it looks like they presidentially aged that dude. Right, it's
1: just a matter of months. I know, not he, years. No,
0: that dude looks like he aged like a decade in in eleven games in Carol. That is crazy to me. And that
1: tells me I want no part of Carolina if I'm a coach.
0: Well, here's the thing. I mean, again, you're gonna see speculation where they're like, and um, you know, Cam Newton had some tweet or had some kind of, I guess, was on a podcast talking about it, saying that uh, Tepper, knowing what I do know, he's hoping he can build Bill Belichick. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. There's a report that David Tepper was out there trying, basically suggesting plays. He handed his, uh, this is the rumor or the report or whatever you want to call it, that he handed the OC a piece of paper with a play on it, said he saw Cleveland run it and that he wanted, they wanted the Panthers to run it the, the upcoming Sunday. If your owner is doing that, let me tell you, you know, who's not going to put up with any of that crap? Belichick. Not happening. Not happening. And if you said Belichick can go to Carolina or can go to San Diego, excuse me, thank you, Shannon, for planting that San Diego seed. You ruined it. Um, You can go to the Panthers or you can go to the Chargers. Hell yes, I'm going to the Chargers. Hell yeah. No, because they can can actually find talent and they have a good team. And Belichick, let's say Belichick has a four to five year window at his age. You want to rebuild with Bryce Young? No. No. You want to go where you got a quarterback, where you have some defensive talent, you got some offensive talent. We know he can't draft wide receivers; they already have wide receivers. You know what I'm saying? Like I would 100 percent take Belichick, and say, if I'm a, if I was a Chargers fan, after dealing with the stupidity of Staley, them wasting talent, I would take Belichick. I'd take that as a gamble, sure. Uh, otherwise, it, it, you know who else would you really be after? Uh, uh, ben Johnson. From the Lions? Okay, that we can have that conversation. I'd I'd be willing to gamble on that. But if I can't get Ben Johnson, I I would want yeah, I would be willing to roll the dice on Battle Check. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know whose name has come up for Carolina though, is the um the OC for New England, Bill O'Brien.
1: Jesus, really?
0: Yeah, because he because of his time with Alabama and and Bryce Young. Mm. which I thought was interesting, which I thought was interesting. Um, so, no, look, I agree with you. If I'm a Chargers fan, I get Belichick. I'd be willing to I'd be willing to throw a dart that mm. Belichick could straighten out that squad because they have talent and uh, elevate the play. They, uh, <clears> some <throat> of it would depend on the staff you could bring. I can under- understand the attraction from, say, Washington – Right, because you want organizational competence. I could understand the attraction from Carolina, because you want organizational competence. But I don't believe Tepper has failed enough yet to be willing to cede the kind of control he'd have to cede to Belichick. And Belichick's not going to put up with any of that. It's like he's like Parcells, dude. He's not going to put up with that crap.
1: Stop with the crap. if you're doing a shopping, I, yeah, I'm not, not gross. Right. I'm not
0: saying Belichick has to be the de facto GM, but there's no way he's going to go somewhere where he has an owner handing him a, you know, hey, I saw this team run this play. Can you do this next week? He is out of here. He is not. He is not putting up with that. He's going to be like, you can F O H. And I, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? What are you going to do? You're going to tell Bill Belichick how to coach? No. No. <laughs> no. 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 You know, and, and there's Tepper in that in that <laughs> awkward ass press conference talking about how they, you know, that was just a debacle, man. He he talks way too much. Um, I mean, that's a tough hire, a tough firing. I, I'm not saying he's wrong to fire Frank Reich, but I think that's tough to do in season. That's that's two seasons in a row that Frank Reich's been fired in the middle of the season. So that's tough for him. And maybe he wasn't the answer, right? But when you Hear people talk about it that they'll they'll talk about how the Panthers built their staff trying to think like the 49ers were doing where maybe they could get some draft picks and some other stuff. Dude, they you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in Carolina that is quite frankly reflective of a of an inexperienced owner. Mm-hmm. And I think David Tepper's gonna have to just face plant a couple of more times on some things and he either becomes and is Dan <laughs> Snyder like Carolina Dan Snyder, which is the running joke right now, and I've made it too. You know, yeah. that's the new Dan Snyder League is Tepper down in Carolina, um, or he's gonna learn that, you know, you build a great staff and you get out of their way. Yep, you get out of their way. You delegate. You delegate. You can. You can. You can. You know, team and and be and participate and whatever, but. You know that press conference was disastrously bad, and kneecap and Frank Reich at this point not no bueno. It it just it's a bad look. It it lessens the attractiveness of Carolina. It just does. And I you know if I'm Bryce Young, I don't know how good I feel about that that press conference that you know talking about how they were supposed to take you know trade the number two and take Stroud because they thought Houston would take would have taken Young at number one. I mean. Dude, you leave all that out. You say Bryce Young is our guy. We have confidence in him. That's all you got to say. Yep. You know, know, CJ Stroud's playing great. Love what he's doing. Wish him success in Houston. Our guy is Bryce Young. We're trying to build around him. We believe in him. That's all you needed to say, dude. By the time you're getting well, you know, we're confident in that pick, and we thought we were going to get Stroud, or we would have taken Stroud. Dude, why are you saying any of that crap? Man, that 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 is that ship has sailed, dude. it has gone. You yeah. can't. You even if you even if you head, you're like, I wish we had taken stride. You can't say it. <laughs> Everybody else can say it. You can't say it because you didn't, and it's done. And y'all look like a dumpster fire.
1: And honestly, C.J. Strauss would probably be thankful because coaching yes. matters. It does. And system matters. It does. And gun- I'm not sure if you switch the roles that it's any better.
0: Um, I would imagine that Carolina might be a little bit better. Um, and Bryce young would be better, but I, I certainly think Houston would not be as they wouldn't look as good as they have, but you know, that that, that's not a real fair comparison because I think D'Amico Ryan's has done a wonderful job and they clearly have some skill position talent tank Dell, um, yep. You know, and and C J Stroud is just he, he's playing phenomenally for yeah. a rookie. It's incredible, it's incredible, and so you know it's C J Stroud that deserves the credit with that coaching staff and the and the positions they're putting him in. Um, but look, quarterbacks are a it's a dart throw, dude. It's a shot in the dark. You can have good information, and sometimes they just they're just they're they're great at, great in college, and they're just not good or Power not good enough.
1: Or the coaches, or the coaches, or the system, or or this
0: thing, or that thing. I mean, sure, Um, but there's there's a lot of variables in play, man. It's a lot of variables in play. I
1: mean, let's let let's think about tonight's game. Mm -hmm. If you thought about Geno Smith early in his career versus now, none of us would have ever guessed that. No,
0: no, Geno was a late bloomer. Late bloomer, late bloomer, and that happens too. Um, who was that guy for the uh, Raiders? Uh, Rich Gannon. Oh
1: yeah, late who bloomer became NFL MVP. Yeah, yeah. L-
0: late bloomer. And some of it is is systems, Some of it is is just opportunity. There's there's layers of it. Yeah. And Gino, it was a reclamation project, <laughs> and some of that's a credit to you know the Seahawks staff, Carroll, the OC, and some of it's a credit to what Gino Smith went through and him sticking with it and getting better. Uh, I, I certainly, I still don't believe, you know, I don't think they're going anywhere in particular this year. I don't think they're good enough to run with the big dogs, you know, no. Philly and San Fran barring turnovers or something weird happening,
1: but. I mean, they may sneak in a a six or a seven seed in the playoffs, but yeah. that, that would be about it.
0: Yeah. Well, that seems like the Shazier method sneak in a six or a seven.
1: Oh Lord.
0: No. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, look. I mean, much like Deshaun Watson, he's just hoping for a happy ending. Disney princess somewhere, man. Where we should ask DK Metcalf what the sign is for that. Whew. Okay, I tell you what, man. Uh, I, I need a refill. Uh, yeah, I absolutely need a refill. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. <my God. laughs> oh
0: lord what's the letter of the day c
2: <laughs>
0: c is for cookie that's good enough for me all right look we'll take a quick break we'll come back we need a fresh drink and then we'll pound out uh, another segment and uh we'll just we'll wrap up after that but as always keywords of sports and brew and uh you know, home feeds on pod B man but you can find us on spotify apple music amazon music all over the place google play just look up sports brew and beer. If you have those three words together, you you will probably find us. And if you can't spell those, well, a you're probably like Woodfield, um, but just maybe just use Siri or your you know voice assistant to figure it out. But uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. I got some trees to water. <laughs> Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. The trees have been watered. It's good times, <laughs> man. Now, look, we owe y'all and uh, and ourselves, quite frankly, a salute o'clock. So, as always, I am enjoying a very classic uh, Jack and Mexico. And then I had a Corona to start tonight, but I was like, you know what? I'm due for an IPA. So I'm rocking one of my favorite old school IPAs, which I, uh, every once in a while I'll pick up from old Trader Joe's or if I happen to be by somebody else that has it. But... Doing the old dog for his head sixty minute, which is oh, awesome. there you go. Yeah, always delicious. No, nice man. I know no complaints. I was I was due for something other than Corona,
1: you bro. Know. That's that's been a minute since you've rocked a sixty minute. I know
0: it has. It's been too many minutes since I rocked a sixty minutes. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, let me pop the tops on that bad boy. That'll help me sleep well tonight. You know nice. what I'm saying? So that
1: is my flavor. Mm. What you got, bro? So, a uh, Hardywood doubleheader tonight. There you go. The Bubby's Blackberry Cobbler. Nice. And the Memo's Mean Cobbler. There you so, go. you know, a little Hanks, uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving hangover. Mmm. Thanksgiving, <laughs> Thanksgiving. I'm, Thanksgiving, I'm you just know, glad you hour. recovered from all the mashed potatoes. That's
0: all I'm saying.
1: Am I, though? Am I? Yeah, well, I was particularly... What, what do the Wiggles think?
0: Well, first of all, when it comes to Thanksgiving and mashed potatoes, it's still real to me, damn it. Bro, it's still meal to me, damn it. (laughs) That's the real line for MacGuffin. I was tickled. First of all, I love the fact that you had some random Facebook post about how to ruin Thanksgiving. Man, I had a field day on that post. I don't think anybody posted commented on that post as much as I did. I feel like I had 20
1: comments. Dude, that, that that some of those are like some of my favorites. Loved it, because I, you know, people people will bring up all kinds of stuff. People from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, oh.
0: and, I, and you know, I had a I had a field day. I, I referenced Duke, Louisville, Leitner. We made fun of Matt. Oh, like Matt's cooking or whatever. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. dude. Don't worry, Matt's cooking. That was my favorite four words to root we Thanksgiving. Are so yeah, that that was great. That was fun, man. <laughs> that that was fun. So I, I had a good time with that. But that that was a fun thread. But uh, look again, Thanksgiving was great, man. I enjoyed it. So no hate, but the the post the post was good. The post <laughs> was good. I forgot what I was originally going to talk about. So oh well, it's still a meal to me. Damn it, you wanted the Wiggles. We had fast ending Ada. Uh, We did eat cookies at the end of it. So C is for cookie. That is good enough for me. And you know what? Oh, actually, since it is now December 1st, we owe everybody this, quite frankly. A, I'm doing all of y'all a favor right now. Just saying. (laughs) Get it over and done with, (laughs) y'all. Get it done. Get it over. Get get it done. This is the nuclear option, man. Every year in the sports crew, we're going to wham all of y'all. If you listen to the sports, you just got l- whammed out.
1: <laughs> now we know how Shays Deer's mistress
0: feels. <laughs>
2: day, you yes, she did. <laughs>
0: Wait, did he say ass Christmas?
2: <laughs>
0: I gave you my part. Oh, that's awful. We shouldn't do that. <laughs> But uh, ass Christmas, my cheeks are apart? Like where are we
2: going? Oh
1: no.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh the Ryan
0: Jazier method.
1: Oh Jesus. <clears throat> I mean, he had books, so Well,
0: yeah, this is not the wham I thought we were gonna be talking about.
1: <laughs> I mean, normally that's like a fourth and one play, but you know
0: fourth and bun? What? God, with all this talk about ass play, I can't believe Whitfield's not on the podcast tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> all this bringing up the rear. Oh, man. How to ruin a podcast in five easy steps, courtesy of the Sports Brew and <laughs> Ryan here. <Chazier>. And break. <laughs> that is terrible. Oh,
1: wow. Woo. Oh. Well, although the crazy part is what Whitfield is the last person to see the zoom call. So
0: really? Yeah. Oh, that'd be funny if he showed up like, ran, like you know, cause uh, no doubt he took a nap earlier today <coughs> and every once in a while he's like, well, you know, I was asleep and I woke up and y'all were still going. I'm like, well, if you had a nap and you wake up and you're like, oh, I should pop in. Just go ahead and do it. It's a hundred percent. Okay. There's no worries.
1: That, that requires effort and that's that's just not going to happen.
0: Ah, uh, yes, th- this is also true. Do I
2: look like I give a fuck? <coughs> <laughs>
0: Whitfield does not give a fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> At least not a, not enough. Not
2: enough. <laughs> exactly
0: dude exactly uh by the way i I referenced this earlier and and we didn't we didn't clean up this thought um but i was making the, the the joke about sports illustrated and ai and they did get in trouble because allegedly reportedly they did have articles they published articles written by ai by fake writers and here's what i'm gonna say number one Deion sanders is the sports illustrated sports person of the year okay Okay, and I will say that perhaps this is the best evidence that AI is writing articles for SI.
2: <laughs> That's mean,
0: SI by AI. We talk about practice, no, not that AI, baby.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: uh, no, look, I you know Colorado obviously crashed and burned on the back half of the season. He had some injuries, some other things, but it was a it was a very compelling storyline. I think the year two and year three are really more significant if he's going to stay at Colorado for what happens. Obviously, there's a lot of individuals that have decommitted uh, at the moment. Uh, look, Colorado is not going to have the kind of money that some of these other schools have. I mean, it's just the reality of it. I'm not saying they don't have money, but it's hard to compete with, say, oil money, right? Think, think of what Texas A&M is paying out, Right. Think about what some of these other SEC schools are able to pay out. Think about that statement from Matt Rule at Nebraska talking about how it takes a million or two, right, to get a transfer portal quarterback. Uh, and how and and these other lines, were, they're talking about players making seven or eight million dollars. I mean, mm-hmm. th- there's some stuff, like, floating around through the ether. So Colorado has a, a challenging road ahead of them, but, you know, Deion Sanders is a media presence, and – it's still a fascinating story. The results weren't there this year, right? They were terrible at – they've been terrible, though. So – and I didn't like how he – look, and we talked about this. I, I wasn't real keen on how he basically was – <laughs> told some of these kids to, uh, you know, I'm bringing to Louie. You can pack your bags and get out of here. It, that was a little harsh. Um, but we'll see what he makes of Colorado – Next year and the year after, depending how long he stays there, I would certainly anticipate they'll get better. But you know, yeah. he's not, he's not for everybody, right? He's not. He never has been. He never will be. Um, he's still fascinating. So it's an interesting choice for sports person of the year. But I think it really has to do with the shifting nature of college football, NIL, uh, building a brand, and then what he represents. So I get why they picked him. Um, AI jokes aside, but it, it does feel like maybe that was a decision made a couple of months ago as opposed to very, very recently.
1: Well, let's be honest. He He kind of changed the game a little bit. Yes. With as many kids that left versus came in. So maybe the interesting part will be next season. Like, yes, he's bringing on Warren Sapp to coach. Yeah, the year two. Yeah, year two is going to tell us a lot. It will. Um, and, and they were in, you know, other than a couple of blowouts. I mean, they they were in a lot of games this year that, you know, if they'd gone one way or the other, they could have won. But um, I know his son was dealing with an injury there at the end. Um, mm-hmm. but you know. I, I don't have an issue with it. No, like, no. I, I, because it, you and, and you see like NIL has changed college football. Oh, what? whether I, it's for the
0: good or for the worse, dude, dude I, you know, we don't deep dive into college football a whole lot. We kind of stay on the surface with some of our discussions. But, you know, NIL changes a lot of things. Realignment changes a lot of things. The, the expansion of the CFP changes a lot of things. I mean, it, you know, what college football was even three or four years ago, but certainly 10, 15, 20, 30, it, it's not what college football is going to be. And they're not done. You know, they're not done shaking this up. And I, I would still say to you, I, I think college football should be split off of all the other, like, conferences and alignments so you can preserve regional r- rivalries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I do find it sad um, on some level, that some of the classic rivalries are going are essentially going to be lost, and I don't know how the expansion of the CFP and the way the realignment and the death of the Pac-12 the next couple of years are going to be weird. Um, and maybe it all kind of settles down and smooths out, but you know they're chasing the dollars, they're building for the dollars, and they're you know nil and a lot of other stuff going on there's backroom shenanigans there's there's just a lot of money shenanigans i mean you know the uh, um obviously you, you a&m hiring elko away from duke and now the duke quarterback's transferring the rumor is he's going to end up at notre dame i'm sure there's some um, money money uh in that oh one.
1: yeah uh, they've already said that um i guess the washington state kid had like from eight different schools, eight million offers yeah. from each – or a million offer from each school. Yeah. Like, that's how much it takes to get these quarterback transfers. Yeah. And-
0: Matt Rule knows. You know, it's most people don't say it. it it's a weird landscape for the NFL – Excuse me. Sorry, my phone just fell down. It's a weird landscape for the NCAA and college football. I don't know what it's going <laughs> to. I don't know what it's going to do. I love how you said the NFL, like,
1: just nonchalantly, and you're probably not I, you wrong. Know,
0: but see, the thing is, I'm not wrong. I mean, they're essentially semi. I mean, they always have They're, you know, they're semi pro. It's, it's the joke. Like, yeah, they're essentially going to be semi pro. You know, they but, have been.
1: It's just now yes, coming
0: out. Yes, it, it's just much more in your face now. And and I would, I still, you know, I forget when we talked about it this year. It's been a, several podcasts ago, but I, I I would still say that college football should just be split off of everything else. That's what they really want because of the money, because of the structure. I don't mm-hmm. think every other sport should be punished essentially um, with cost and travel. For I mean, college football is a unique athletic endeavor it yep. has been for a long time and it will continue to be it is a financial driver and you can have whatever policy and regulations and all kinds of rigmarole that you want but the reality is they are essentially a semi-pro, a semi-pro league is what they are and it's just going to get more and more in, into that and I just think it's a shame on some level to lose some of the rivalry some of the matchups and some of the classic elements of it uh, I think you could balance that out uh, and preserve some regional rivalries and split off college football from some of the conferences, and uh, you know have a make a ton of money, uh, but not lose everything and not murder all the conferences. So I don't know. That's I, a that's a longer conversation.
1: I, I'm with you, dude. And the only thing I will go off of is back in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. If you go back to Big East college basketball. Mm-hmm. Dude, those tournaments in some years were better than the NCAA tournaments. Yes,
0: and it, see that's the thing, mm-hmm. though. You know, you have certain components of like some of these rivalries, you know. And look, at, at Auburn and Alabama—they're not leaving the SEC. But think about what the Iron Bowl is, right? Think about some of the some of the rivalries that this year was the end of them. This is the last year for them.
1: Oklahoma, Oklahoma State.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's a tragedy. That's a, that's awful, you know, and 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 that's kind of where we're at. And I, I was gonna I, say
1: I forget which the which game it was, but there was a Pac-12 game where it was the last game of the season, and it may have been Oregon, Oregon State, or one of those games where the mascots were just like hugging each other, like this is it.
0: I know it. it it's just strange, and yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not old man yells at clouds like I'm a realist on some level. So I'm not trying to be like, get off my lawn. But I, I do think there's a point where you you lose the nature of what makes things so compelling. You know, right. like I, I love NASCAR growing up. I did. I was a big Dale Earnhardt guy. Obviously, it was tough after he passed away. But like NASCAR changed so many things, right? They alienated their fan base. They just mm-hmm. did. And I, I'm not going to do a deep dive on racing here, but I hated the car tomorrow. I didn't like how they murdered off a lot of the short tracks. There's the you know I didn't like the playoff, the race for the chain I didn't like any of that stuff. And they changed the nature of it, and they alienated the fan base that got them there, and they've been paying the price since. You know, regardless of TV deals, I don't think I don't think NASCAR is as enjoyable as it as it was. Uh, In the 80s and 90s. That's my opinion. You may not share it, and that's okay. Um, College football, I'm not sure how this is going to pan out. But college football itself might be okay. But a lot of other sports and athletic departments are going to pay the price. They're changing the nature of a lot of things for football specifically. And I am worried about how this shakes out. Not necessarily from Michigan or Ohio State or you know your upper tier elite or Alabama or Georgia, but it's going to be tough for a lot of other programs and to lose some of these rivalries and to lose some of the regional proximity, it is really really tough. So it, it, they're changing the nature of things and they're they're chasing the money. I understand why. But we're gonna have to see how this plays out. Um, they're obviously adding because of the expansion of the CFP. They're adding games. Uh, you, know, you hear all kinds of speculation about, you know, the end conference championship games or how do you do this or how do you do that. I you know I don't have all the answers. Um, I'm still a believer that eight game or eight teams was enough because you could have your power five plus oh, three yes. at large. Um, but that that's gonna be out the window. So. This is essentially really the last year of college football as you know it. Yep. It is.
1: It really is.
0: It's going to be very, very strange. So, by the way, kudos to JMU. Found a way to get to a bowl. Yay. Um, although now their coach, uh, is it Signetti? Is that how you pronounce that? Uh, but their their coach has resigned. He's taken the job at Indiana. Bowl it cho- is pronounced He gone. He gone. Is pronounced "he gone," so that that's a shame. Uh, also, look, Alabama, Georgia, dude. Let me tell you what I know. Booger McFarland was talking about <laughs> if Alabama beat Georgia, that both of those might both of those teams might be out of the CFP. There is no way in hell. There is no way in hell that if Alabama beats Georgia, that both of those teams are out of the CFP. There is no way, dude. No way. They will find. They will find a way for one of those teams, if not both of those teams, to be in it. You, a some travel, a defending champion, Georgia. Like first of all, like, like that's a. First of all, it's a quality loss, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's there's several one loss teams. Uh, there's I I just can't uh, There's no way, dude. There's no way. There's no way can't see can't do it
2: can't do it
0: i mean uh, look kudos to alabama with for the with that wild fourth and forever to stick to ellen auburn you you, y'all know if you've listened to this podcast you know i'm happy when auburn loses (laughs) (laughs) and to see the Fourth
1: in 34 31
0: and a and and a and a and a punt fail i mean you got a couple of things because look by all account by all they should have had that game locked up yep should have Shoulda, coulda, woulda. If shoulda, woulda, coulda. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Didn't. Didn't. So uh, kudos to Alabama for pulling that wildness out. But bro, there's no way the defending champion has been undefeated. If They lose in the conference championship game. You're telling me you're gonna you're gonna boot Georgia out of there? I don't think so. I because mean, uh, what is it? It's Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State. Your top four. Florida State's gonna get Louisville. Obviously, you know, backup quarterback. And Louisville lost, so I would imagine the powers that be really hope that Louisville finds a way to upset Florida State. Yes, um, they do. Ohio State they can't beat Michigan. They shouldn't be. In, I don't know that they should be in a CFP.
1: Ohio State um, doesn't ever pray. Look, look, Oregon. If and I think they will beat Washington. When they beat Washington, Oregon will be in. Washington will be out.
0: Yes. If if um, if Oregon wins, yes. When they win. Well, you're that confident, okay? Yeah. Post recording breaking news: Oregon did not win. They did not beat Washington. Womp womp. So much for that, McGuffin. That's te-
1: uh, Texas. Penix Pen- te- Pen- Pen- just has not impressed me lately. Oh. In Oregon's defense, that that look, if the coach didn't screw the pooch in that first game. Oh, they should have beaten
0: Washington. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kick the field goal. Take the points. Like we always say, take the points, bro. Take the points. Take the points, man. Um, Especially on the road. If you're taking the points, it's a wrap. Mm -hmm. Florida State, uh, I just, with losing your quarterback that late in the season, it's, look, I feel for you, if they win, they're in. It's point blank. If Florida State wins, they're in.
0: Well, we we got a lot that's going the same on. With, I mean, look, there, there, there's no way in hell, right, that Iowa's going to beat Michigan. Not happening, right?
1: No, because no. Michigan's going to score at least 14 points, and Iowa can't do that. So so you figure I mean,
0: Michigan is safe. Florida State, I mean, uh, you know, Louisville has a pretty good pass defense, so I mean, who knows? But if Florida State wins... We expect Michigan to win. Michigan to win. It's really a matter of Oregon, Washington, and Georgia, Alabama. Right. But uh, again, I can't see a scenario where neither Georgia, if Alabama beats Georgia, I'm hard pressed to see a scenario where they basically eliminate the SEC from the CFP.
1: There's well, no way. the 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 thing, the crazy part of that is, is if Texas annihilates Oklahoma State. Texas beat Alabama at Alabama. Yeah. I know. And if Alabama upsets Georgia, do you then throw Texas in because they beat Alabama by ten at Alabama? I know. How are
0: you gonna do you, Georgia How, are you, like, gonna, how are you gonna do Georgia dirty like that though? I would mean, look. The easiest thing is that Georgia just handles business and wins.
1: Correct. The, the easiest thing in the world is if those top four. All handle their business this weekend and there's no mess. Or if the worst of it is, is when Oregon beats Washington, then you just swap those two teams out and you're, mm-hmm. you're good. That's it. That's it. That like, that's, that's a wrap. That's, that's the easiest, cleanest way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um. As, as this is one of those rare years. Like if you did the top 12, like it would be it would be fun. I mean, there's some years where there's like maybe two or three teams where I'm like, yeah, that's all it needed, but if you did a top twelve this year it would be fantastic. But that we're not getting that till next year. No. So it, 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 it is what it is. It is what it is. That's the
0: CFP this year. It is what it is, sir. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, something like that. Oy. Oh, by the way, uh, do you, did Detroit lose again the night? They were playing the Knicks earlier. I think that uh, I know. Uh, Detroit had lost 15 straight games uh, when they lost to the Lakers the other night. There was 15 straight losses. They hadn't won a game in a month. Here's some random, random notes. This is a random NBA jump. I can tell you how much I dislike the in-season tournament courts.
1: I don't like that. In-season tournament, I'm not hold on, Justin, mixed, but wait, we've th- got a phone call from J- uh, Peter Griffin. Oh, Lord. Peter Griffin just called in. He has his thoughts on the in-season tournament. On the in-season
0: tournament? Yes. Let's see. Oh, 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 Peter Griffin. Let me guess. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? All right. So while I'm reading some fun factoids, I want you to look up Pistons next. See if, see if the Pistons lost. To, they're 16 straight. Before the next game, however that plays out, since the 2019-2020 season, a four-year span, the Pistons have won 82 games. 82. They have four wins since last season's trade deadline. And they are currently on pace for a 10-win season. That is disgusting that is awful. And if they uh,
1: Detroit lost by 6th tonight.
0: All right, so they had their 6th 16th straight loss against the Knicks. Wow. <clears throat> God, they're terrible. Ugh. Ugh, that's just gross. That's gross. Also gross by the way is uh do you remember when um Tyreek Hill was uh, did that that flip? In the end zone, and he took that dude's phone and filmed yes. it. Yes, yes. I think it's ridiculous that the NFL suspended that dude's credentials Wait, for that. Wait, what? The NFL... All right, so back in October, it was against the Panthers, and Tyreek Hill finished a touchdown by running over to somebody in the end zone, grabbing their phone, and filmed himself doing a backflip. All right, so Tyreek was penalized for using a prop in a celebration, right? Right right do you remember how many sports shows ESPN NFL whatever how viral that clip went it was all over the place right right okay so the dude's name's so gonna scroll down and find it Kevin Fitzgibbons all right he was hired by the NFL as a 20 year old to work at Miami Dolphins games a lot of the blah 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 and it was his phone that Tyreek Hill took to film the celebration. Fitzgibbons has been suspended for the remainder of the season and possibly
1: for good. Why? Because Tyreek took his phone and filmed himself? Come on. What? What kind of lame... Are we back to the no fun league again? What kind of
0: lame-ass shit is that? Now, look, Tyreek offered to pay the salary of of the, uh, you know the photographer i don't know what he was making doing games i don't i don't know
1: uh, probably wasn't much of tyreek's salary i can tell you that no no, no 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 no
0: i i just think that's that's a bad look man that's a really bad look
1: that's i believe a, that's like, a, I, I, look i look tyreek
0: look that cameraman needs to learn some sign language from dk metcalf
2: <laughs> this is bullshit, yeah, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You just learned some sign language, man. It's crap. Seriously. It's crap. That that that's just lame, dude. I hey, you know that, I, I dislike some these things. Garbage. Where, look, I dislike these things where the leagues like, oh, this is great. Look at this viral video, and they use it in all kinds of promotional materials, and then they're doing hey, that.
1: Seriously, get hey, fuck out of here. That's just Come on lame. Now.
0: You know what else is lame? You know what else is is lame as hell. I know you. Uh, a lot of people did not. Suffer through that Bears Vikings game. Oh, did you see the thing? Kyle Gordon, Bears defensive back, his face mask broke. That dude's face mask broke. It was like all jutting out forward. So he took his helmet off, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and he got flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct. Dude, his face. Mask broke and was dangling around. It was all jacked up. Seriously? He lifted his helmet in the air, like showing that it was broken. Now, that is a crap-tacular penalty.
1: They need to make these officials full-time.
0: I mean, just just dumpster-fire-ass nonsense. Dumpster-fire-ass nonsense. It's just stupid.
1: You make billions upon billions of dollars. Enough billions. Year. You need to make these officials full time. Stop with the bullshit. Stop with the pettiness. And just do it. Because like, right now, there are people that think these games are fixed. With literally the calls that the Chiefs and the Eagles on a weekly basis get. And with the NFL embracing gambling, I know you need to shut that shit down immediately and make these g- <clears throat> and there, get these guys full time. Or, I, or look, I, least- look,
0: I try not to be ten full hat guy, right? And I don't fundamentally have an issue with sports books and gambling. People want to you know play around a little bit, man. Like like do it, but when the leagues are in bed with the gambling stuff. Mm -hmm. There are just times you go, how is it that the NFL league, you know, they can call in and and influence officiating in this moment, but not a different moment. Why is it that, you know, some of these penalties go the way that they do? I mean, it just makes you question things. And that is dangerous.
1: Very dangerous. It's
0: dangerous for the league. It's mystical. Dangerous. Yes. It's
1: just, it's just,
0: it's dangerous, man. It's a bad look. It's not new uh, but it feels like this year the officiating is just an extra level of suck.
1: It is. It really does.
0: And it, it it it's disappointing because the players deserve better. Um the fans deserve better and uh look, the league we they have the running jokes about the script and all that kind of stuff, but there there's some truth to that to the extent that there are teams that i would say whether it's you know a just some degree of bias maybe it's not overt but there's some bias there the lead, there are narratives that are compelling in every given season right patriots after 911 the saints after katrina Mm -hmm. Um, there, there, there are just times that there are compelling storylines and compelling narratives. And while you may not be able to guarantee an outcome in the game, you can influence a game. And that's really what this is about, right? Is influence of, and you don't want to have to question and you hate to question why, when, how some stuff does and does not get called, whether by officials at the game or the New York offices that very selectively intervene. Yep. Because you go, well, how come you did that then, but you won't do that now?
1: Yep. It's
0: It's just weird, right? Maybe it's not malicious. Maybe. Maybe it is. But maybe it's not. But even if we work with favorable variables in our assumptions set here, it just feels off, and that part sucks, right? It, it. I mean, again, I'm not trying to be a tinfoil hat guy, but you can't tell me that they didn't know that sloppy, soggy-ass field in the Super Bowl last year was more hurtful to Philadelphia than it was to the Chiefs. You can't tell me that the year that Brett Favre and the Vikings were slaughtering everybody, right, that the fact they let the Saints beat the every living shit out of Brett Favre didn't help swing and influence that game. Look, AP fumbled. That's on him, right? There's other stuff in that game. But the fact they let them beat the crap out of out of Favre, right, that they, how many games – You know, how many games do you see that get officiated that way? Not many.
1: Not many. This is
0: not not, not 1973, right? I mean, there's just times you're like, hmm, it's an interesting narrative. Hmm, that's a compelling storyline. Huh. And as somebody that lived through, and look, Dan Snyder was a douche. He was. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. But the cat penalties that the Washington Redskins suffered... Because of, you know, the uncapped year. The way they hosed that team and that organization in conjunction with the price that they paid to move up to draft RG3. Right? Paying that price to move to RG3 but having a cap room? Different than paying that price to draft RG3 and getting crushed financially by the league. It, It altered the you know realistically it altered the the workflow or the developmental curve it they they ruined Washington. I lived that. I remember that I was pissed. I'm sure we could dig up some old podcasts about it. I was pissed. <laughs> I hated the the whole cap penalty uncapped year punishment and it was selective. I mean not every team that violated it had the same punishment. It was the Raiders, the Cowboys, the Redskins. I forget who else. I think the Bears maybe. Uh, but nobody took it in the, in the chin on the punishment like Washington did. Nobody. That's intentional, right? And that's the stuff that worries me. Is you're just there's things that maybe it's not malicious, but it feels intentional, or at least it doesn't feel fair, and level. Sports isn't perfect. I understand, but there's a point where it just feels like there is an undue amount of influence, uh, for these games. And I hate feeling like that. It sucks. It sucks. All right. Shannon, we probably ought to rapid fire through a couple of things. I said, I wanted to be done by two and we're going to rapidly hit two o'clock. Um, <laughs> I will say game of the week clearly was Bill's Eagles. That was phenomenal win and kudos to hurts and that offense for overcoming the deficit coming back in the second half and, uh, just balling out, you know, it's particularly in the fourth quarter and overtime, you know, Jason Kelsey got dinged for a couple of false starts. One of those I thought was pretty questionable, but, oh yeah. uh, one, one was legit, but, uh, and that cost him, but. The Eagles, you know, we we were talking about it. It may have been about Dobbs and the Vikings and about the power of belief, right? Right. Uh, well, the Eagles believe they're going to finish games. It's clear by how they play, how they handle big situations. It's like Pittsburgh, right? Mm-hmm. You can say, well, they only scored 16 points against the, you know the Bengals. That's fine, but you know what they did? They won. You won the game? And
1: they won the game. And you believe in the guy who's going to get you there. Yeah. And... Look, I, I saw video mm-hmm. of, um, and I forget who the defensive guy was, but what a Kel- uh, Kelsey leveling that dude! Nah, one of the Philly defensive end or defensive guys going. We still got hurts. We're good to go, and uh, you know, like he just believed And, Yeah, Jake Elliott kicked the field goal to get him there. And that was, other than Adam Vinatieri kicking in the snow, um, a number of years ago. The kick was against incredible. the Raiders. Kick was incredible. That that was probably the third most incredible kick I've ever seen. 59, 58, 59 yards in the rain. In the rain, bang the three. I mean, sock just straight sogginess. I mean, probably the third most impressive field goal I've ever seen in my lifetime. Uh, other than Vinatieri kicking them in the in in the snow against the Raiders, yeah, Vinatieri was
0: clutch for sure. And Elliott is is a good kicker, man. It's
1: a yes. good kicker, good 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 kicker. And um, you know, props to Hertz. Mm-hmm. Great second uh, half. Great, second you know. Half. I always think. I always think of um, back in the day. They say if you have this guy, you always have a chance, right? And if I think of today's game, Mahomes is that guy. Jalen Hurts is that guy. And then where do you go from there? Bryce it's, Young, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that's if you're making bets to win. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh,
0: um, uh, look, there, there's a small pool, right?
1: There's a small it's, pool. Uh, it's, small you pool, know, like. Like back in the day, like if you had Manning, you had a chance. You had Brady, you had a chance. If you had Marino, you had a chance. Jim Kelly, Joe Montana, blah yeah. blah, blah blah. It's uh-huh. it's always a small pool, but like you know, today I feel like if you've got Mahomes, J- Jalen Hurts, I would like to say Josh. Allen, but I can't say it. Well, I Josh Allen
0: it. giveth and taketh away. So
1: it, he, he does. He, give, he giveth away too much. Yeah,
0: he, he does. You have you have a shot, but you also <laughs> might be in a hole because of some bad throws he made.
1: Um, too, I, many, too many
0: times. I will say Kelsey pulling and, and, and that block he threw in that, that final play, that walk-off Jalen Hurts touchdown was, was phenomenal. An absolutely phenomenal play. Appreciate that. But you knew watching that game when Josh Allen couldn't connect and, and just that miscommunication or whatever between oh, Gabe, with Dave, Gabe Davis the option route.
1: Mm. Bro, brutal. I was just like I'm watching it, I'm like, oh he's up Oh, oh how but, did he miss and, and I'm and I'm thinking fourth and six and I'm going I know the right place to kick the field goal, but your record says otherwise yeah that point in time like you know i'm a take the points guy i know that that's always my mo like to take the points when you can that's a point in time where i would have called a timeout to take just take a breather to Mm -hmm. think about it yeah because buffalo and overtime just it just hasn't worked out josh
0: allen is winless in overtime games. That doesn't include the playoffs. Like, I don't. Bro. I don't. I don't remember if he's zero five or zero six after the loss it, to the Eagles. He's but, over. You know, it don't matter. Over. It's over. He, hadn't, he has not won an overtime game.
1: Um, even after they changed the rules, he's still over. Yep. yep. Um, so that's that's where I'm saying. Like I would have taken the timeout to consider going for it. Or at least maybe if I could draw them off sides, which, you know, depending on the defense and all that. Right. But, oh my gosh, dude. Yeah.
0: Well, look, a couple of fun fact out of this game. All right. First game in NFL history with opposing quarterbacks each recording multiple passing and multiple rushing touchdowns. They balled out, man. Yeah, you don't get a whole bunch of first-time in NFL history. set. You just don't. It's rare. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Hertz, by the way, has won five straight games when facing a 10-point or larger deficit. It's the longest-set streak by a starting quarterback since 1950. Jesus. Yeah. And don't forget that the Bills are 1-4 on the road so far this season. Mm. It's tough. Stuff out there, hard out
1: there for a pimp.
0: Yeah, uh, 40, 49 nineers, eagles. I hope is a great game. Um, I certainly expect it to be, but there's just I don't know. man. Buffalo, I don't, I don't quite know what to make of them. I think they're, they just feel like a team that's good enough to run with anybody, but they're just gonna find a way to, I don't know, lose it um in some kind of painful way you know what i'm saying yeah and it's 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 just too bad but i look again we're at the point of the season where we're talking about teams that have belief, teams that execute teams that find a way to win teams that find a way to finish and when Allen missed gabe davis in overtime didn't you go oh man the eagles are gonna win this game
1: yep you know because that he, the the thought for me was is if you kick the field goal it's over I mean, like, it, it, you, you ain't getting the ball back. You ain't winning this game. Nope.
0: Nope. It, it just, I don't know, man. I, and and I'm, I'm empathetic for Buffalo. I mean, it, they're a competitive team. They've lost some really rough, you know, one-score games. I think Buffalo's one, yeah, they're one and four on the road, and all their road losses are by one score. That's wild.
1: I mean, and there's a couple of those games, like, you're just like, You should not have lost to the Jets. You should not have lost to the Broncos. Nope. Um, But you did. Look, you did. You did. And having seen both of those games, offensive play calling was the issue, and I can understand why they fired Ken Dorsey. Yep. Because, I mean, that first game of the season, like Josh was just forcing it downfield the whole time. We're like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, you're playing right into the Jets' hands. Yep. You know, same way with the Broncos. Like, I don't know, dude. Like, I feel like if Buffalo sneaks into the playoffs, that two seed's going to hate life. Look, at whoever Buff- the two seed is.
0: Buffalo, at their best, can run with anybody. But they're inconsistent. At- Look, Kansas City drops balls, right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. uh <laughs> <laughs> Kansas City drops balls, right? Yeah, you you would be fixated on that. That's so you. All right, hold on. There's Peter Griffin. I right, hear you go, Al Roker. You said balls. Kansas City drops balls.
1: Yes, they do, yeah. and, and that's t- that's not a good look.
0: No, and, and teams by, ma- a,
1: go by a defending Super Bowl yeah. champion, like you can't do that.
0: Not to that level. So the, the bills just have to find a way to hold on and maybe, and just sneak in. Right. They could be dangerous and there are teams that could be dangerous. Houston could be dangerous, right? The Steelers could be dangerous, but Oh, just a tough, tough, tough. That's a tough deal, man. And, um, lots of speculation about would they fire McDermott? Would they make a coach? I don't know that that's going to answer all the questions. But losing the way that they do Invites that criticism in I
1: mean I, That's I the envision, reality At this point I envision Cleveland falling out of the playoff race Being replaced by somebody uh-huh. Most likely Denver NFC wise I envision Minnesota dropping out of the playoff race Being in And I see Green Bay replacing them mm. You know that could Indianapolis fall out? Sure. Yeah. But uh, the crazy part is. is Garden Minshew, like,
0: baby. Woo.
1: Minshew mania. Yeah, like, buddy. They're, they're playing okay enough. I do worry now that Jonathan Taylor is quote-unquote injured and they can't go on without him. Or he, he just can't continue. But Moss was balling, man. So it's hard to kind of go against them at this point.
0: Well, is Tampa Bay. They're weird. Look, the Saints are weird. Tampa Bay is weird. I mean, you got a lot of teams that have moments where you're like, okay, I might be able to believe in you. And then they just turn around and they and they hose you. Washington's that team.
1: I mean, like sure. this weekend, like, if I'm looking at favorites, the Chargers are a favorite against the Patriots. The Falcons are a favorite against and I wanna say Carolina, but I could be wrong. Yeah. You know, like I know, like I know, y- you want to believe I in know. these teams, and it's just like I know. Yeah,
0: I hear you. So it's it's the contenders pretenders argument, and there's yeah. there's some teams that are like faux contenders, and full, and then there's some teams that are full, you know. Uh-uh. See ya. You're not getting this list. You're terrible. It's it's just it's just tough. All right. We said we're going to do, like, high speed and fun factoids and all that kind of stuff. Covered that. Yeah, kudos to the Eagles kicker. Elliott for banging through that 59-yarder. That was incredible. Uh, Josh Allen remains winless in overtime. That's terrible. Eagles 49ers should be a great game. I mean, I guess it may not be, but it it feels like that's going to be a high-quality game uh, later on in the season. So stoked about that. Um, Jalen Hurts, quite the second half. Good on him. Um, let's see. Cowboys-Washington. We talked about that game. That was a beat yeah, down. Yeah, Dallas getting, or Washington getting weirdly aggressive. Although I, I will say, Dallas had the ball. It was a little over six minutes to go. They're just grinding out yards on the ground. I'm like, ah, they're, gonna, they're just going to burn this clock up. you know. And then they ended up not doing that.
1: I mean, Tennessee beating Carolina was it impressive? No, it wasn't. Uh the Giants beating the Patriots?
0: Oh yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Uh I just want <laughs> I just wanted to finish a thought with Dallas and Washington when they were up. Right, it was thirty-one to ten, dude. Because Washington got aggressive, went on fourth and one from the thirty-four, failed. Dak hit C D Land for a touchdown to make it thirty-one to ten. Dallas has the ball, a little over six minutes to go. They're grinding out yards in the ground, and I, the, the game was done. The game was done. Again, it was Thanksgiving. They got their Salvation Army buckets, all that crap, and then all of a sudden, it's like they hit this big old bomb, man, 34-yard touchdown from Dak to Turpin. They're grabbing turkey legs out of the Salvation Army bucket, and I was looking at Mike, Mark, uh, Mike McCarthy's punk ass and everybody over there celebrating with their turkey legs, and obviously, you know, you got some fandom here for Washington's unbiased. But I was like, man, you got to pricks. <laughs> you got to pricks, dude. thought you were just going to run this game out, and then you're like bombing away. Annoy- I was annoyed. Y'all grabbing <laughs> turkey legs at the Salvation Army buckets. Jerks. Um, and, of course, Deron Bland got, got that garbage time pick six. You know, look, he set the NFL single season record with his fifth pick six. Fun factoid, Deron Bland's five defensive touchdowns are more than every other team. Not just player, every other team in the NFL. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, Another fun factoid. Uh, 49ers handled Seattle. This is tough for for the Seahawks. Losing to the 49ers is one thing, and then finding a way to collapse against Dallas is another. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had his 11th rushing touchdown of the season. That is the most rushing touchdowns in a season in 49ers franchise history. Not shabby. Uh, he also has 16 scrimmage touchdowns this season. And there's only two other 49ers that have 16 or more scrimmage touchdowns in a year. You will guess one, no problem.
1: Roger Craig.
0: A scrimmage touchdowns. Not necessarily Russell oh, touchdowns. Oh, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, 100%. The other one? Give me a year. 2001. Terrell Owens. T.O., that's it. So he's on a list with T.O. and Jerry Rice. That's uh, a pretty you don't, good list. And if you don't like T.O., you got to love Jerry Rice. And c is there. I want to say um, uh, T.O. did it once. Jerry Rice did it like five times, um, having more than 16-plus scrimmage touchdowns, which is an incredible stat. I think <laughs> his best year was 23 total touchdowns. Um, there's enough games left that uh, this that could be interesting. Okay. That, that could be interesting. So keep an eye on that one. Um, we talked about Jalen Hurts and his winning record and finding a way to come back from games. Um, Chiefs were down 14 to the Raiders, which we mentioned earlier. Mahomes is the only starting quarterback since 1950 with a winning record in games where he is trailed by double digits. All right, some qualifiers. It's a you know, 15 game minimum when you're talking about best comeback winning percentage. Doesn't bother me. You gotta have something on there. But an inc- just an incredible effort by the Chiefs to come back. An incredible effort by Jalen Hurts and the Eagles to come back. But Patrick Mahomes is like, he's the deal, dude. Right. In games where he in games where Mahomes and the Chiefs have trailed by ten or more points, he is fifteen and eleven. Jalen Hurts is nine and eleven. Otto Graham, you know you're digging old ass stats when you're bringing up Otto Graham. Otto Graham was eight, ten and one. <laughs> Tom Brady, forty two and sixty nine. But he got the best one I counted. He always they always have that twenty eight three comeback in the Super Bowl. Just still crazy to think about.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Uh kudos to the Broncos, by the way. Um, winning their fifth rate game. Please keep in mind that they gave up seventy points to Miami, right? And during in one game, seventy points. Over their five game winning streak, Denver has given up eighty. So seventy in a week or eighty and five. Jesus. Quite the turnaround. Uh, Broncos absolutely lit up DTR, bloodied him up, got knocked out of the game. Uh, our man, PJ Walker ended up back in there. And of course the Broncos put him away. Uh, odd fun factoid. Maybe, uh, the Browns have only won once in Denver in the last 30 years. Tough spot for you, Cincy, or excuse Very me, tough tough, spot. excuse me, tough spot for you, Cleveland. That's a tough deal. So kudos to the Broncos for that one ugly, but a win is a win. Um win speaking win. speaking of ugly wins, the Steelers 421 <laughs> yards of offense. That is the most yardage they've had in the game since week 16 of 2018. When you go back to 2018 and you're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers, that is Big Ben and a B. Wow. Like doesn't that feel weird?
1: That feels like a lifetime ago. And yeah,
0: well it's a football lifetime ago so 16 points with 421 yards uh, of offense so there seemed to be a little bit of a bounce for the Steelers in, in the post Canada era. We'll see how that finishes out um but yeah a, you know, good win Steelers are going to play people tight they might be able to steal a you know playoff spot and maybe they steal a game from somebody. I wouldn't necessarily want to be poking the bear with Pittsburgh late in season or in the first round of the playoffs a little dangerous. Uh, you did mention Giants-Patriots. That was what I wrote in my notes as the Iowa Bowl. 10-7, <laughs> <Ten, laughs> to I hope you took the under, right? Fun factoid, or awful factoid if you're, you know, depending on what you're rooting for here. Uh, the Patriots gave up 10 points in back-to-back games and lost both of them. Jesus. Do you know the last team to lose back-to-back games while allowing 10 points or less?
1: <laughs> couldn't tell you, dude. I'm I'm stretching my neck out right now, so I couldn't All right. tell you.
0: so again, the Patriots gave up 10 points mm-hmm. in back-to-back games. They lost both. Most recent, obviously, the Giants. They lost 10-7. Right. Okay. The last team to lose back-to-back games while allowing 10 points or less, the New England Patriots in
1: 1993.
0: Wow. They lost 10-9 to Seattle, and they lost 9-6 to the Colts. I don't know why the Colts didn't
1: raise a banner for it, but they didn't. <laughs> I, I, You know, it, it, it's, it shocks me that, that that following draft they took Drew, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. That's a shocker that, you know, they scored so many points that they would take Drew Bledsoe. Maybe that's why they're losing now, so they can take Caleb Williams. Maybe.
0: A little, little tank job. Could be. Could be. Could be. All right, I think we've covered all the games that we need to. Yeah, 49ers, Seahawks, we got that. C-Mac, we got that. Chiefs going down 14 in the coming back. We talked about the winning records, which is crazy. Jaguars, Texans. That one was fun. Uh Matt Amendola, not related to Danny Amendola. Uh 58 yard field goal attempt at the end of the game to tie it up and force overtime. Hit the crossbar and doinked out. But bro, that guy, you know he know he's pumping some some curls, dude. Suns out, guns out with that dude. <laughs> but definitely has to uh stop skipping leg day, man. Can't do it. Can't do it. Look, if if Elliot if Elliot can bang through a fifty nine yarder in the crap tacular rain, you got to be able to hit a fifty eight yarder indoors, dude. Just saying, word of advice, bro.
1: Ariana Grande uh, agrees.
0: Yeah, Giants, Patriots, the Iowa Bowl. That's pretty terrible. That's funny though. I, that's the
1: Whitfield Bowl.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. No scoring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's in the box? Not him. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty pool. Dirty, pool. Dirty <laughs> pool. That's terrible. Love you, Matt. Just uh, kidding. Bad jokes. Maybe. Bad jokes. Bad jokes. Um, But, yeah. yeah. Dad Broncos, jokes or bad jokes? Well, both. Dad jokes are usually bad jokes. So, uh, there you go. usually. Not always, but usually. 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 Uh, we covered all that. We talked about Frank Wright getting Doss boot, um, Tepper's decision. I still can't believe. You know, you traded McCaffrey, you traded Moore, you traded the ton to move up to get the guy that, not the guy you said you thought. You, I, I don't know. I
1: Man, all things just strange. Carolina, they have no one to blame with the, but themselves. Oh, it's
0: on them. No, no, that's why I said Tepper's going to have to fall on his face a little bit more. Because um, you to get rid of DJ out.
1: Moore and McCaffrey, and you're like, we don't have anybody to help. And it's like... Bad decision. Is it hindsight? Sure. Bad decision, dead giveaway, like I... Wow, dead giveaway. I haven't played that in a while. My man.
0: Yeah. Dead giveaway. That's a good one. A um, couple of rando things. This is a strange one, so forgive the topic jump fs1 host man gets an f craig carton is that this guy's name craig carton the carton show yeah sounds right yeah this is a dumpster fire ass this is a dumpster fire ass segment so they're talking about dak and one of the dudes at the table says oh Dak's going to be a father they have this diatribe about fathers and you know who has beautiful kids and your kids aren't beautiful they're having fun with each other but his, his stance was that Dak becoming a, fa- a father was a mistake. Here you go. I, I think
1: be, I not think not every baby's good. Look at him. sorry. Some um, of the babies out there. Th- this is a terrible distraction now for Dak Prescott. How? Uh, he's not married, right? So nope. now I got to question, is she a gold digger? No. Nope. She might not be. I got to question it, right? Uh, number three, you got everything going great. The last thing you need now is the distraction. Shoot or shoot. What are you going to do?
0: <laughs> shoot or shoot. What are you going to do? Hey, shot. But that's a terrible segment. That's a terrible segment. Jesus Christ. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. Um, I do love the uh, the clips of Aaron Rodgers getting a job as a Jets ticket sales rep while rehabbing his Achilles. That is phenomenal. He's out on the phone talking with fans who don't realize it's him, and he's out there like selling merch. That is incredible. Incredible. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Bills, players. Uh, yeah. Man, you know these these fans of Philly are gonna mess with you. You you all cannot fall victim to that. <laughs> you can't you just can't, man? You can't, can't. Do it. I know they're they're investigating what was said. Look, man, if they have clean audio of that area, and you're lying, it's gonna blow up in your face. So that one could get tough. But in general, players look, fans can be unruly assholes. I understand, but. I don't think you're coming out ahead if you rock the football fisticuffs on people for all that randomness. I don't know. At the end of the day, you're professional athletes. You're paid. You can't look. Fans are going to talk all kinds of trash. I mean, look, they got little, you know, Philadelphia uh, Eagles fans, kids going up like the handshake and, you know, flicking you off. Look, they're gonna they're, they're instigators, man. You, you just you can't engage. You can't engage. Like, get security, get people to mess with whatever, man. But you, you can't go over to the fans and like get into a shoving match with the. Fa- it just it just doesn't end well. What do you want to have a, a an NFL malice at the palace? I mean, it's just it's oh. gonna be disastrous. I, I will say this though, for people that haven't that maybe you only watch games on TV or maybe you go to you know you get the Jordan Love seats right, the Jordan Love Kansas City Chiefs seats high up if you've never been field level or never walked the field level against legitimate NFL players, their size. And I'm a bit like, I'm a big dude. Like I'm not a small guy, like six, three. um, I'm a big dude, but there's normal, like regular person, big guy. And there's NFL, big guy, right? There's different. It's like, if you rolled up on the undertaker, you know what I'm saying? Like, you'd be like, Holy shit. This is a big ass man. (laughs) Right. It's just, it's just different. And NFL players are enormous, enormous. You have no you have no real appreciation for how massive some of these, especially linemen. Are you freaking kidding me? Um, Unless you have some serious skills, you do not want to be getting into a physical altercation with a lineman from the NFL. It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea, but the the players also cannot go engage in that situation. That is a failure of the sideline staff and the stadium security to deal with that. You cannot go start shoving fans, even if they're assholes. You just can't can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it, right? It's not going to end well for you. It's just not. Can't do it. Bill O'Re- even Bill O'Reilly knows. Can't do it. Can't do it. Where's he at? He's somewhere around here. Oh, here he is. Okay.
1: We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it Damn, live. Coach. I can will write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks.
0: Damn right. Damn right. Damn right it does. our right. coach. Let's yeah, let's clear all that out. Yeah, I mean, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Um, I will say I've seen some notes about um, rumors about Jim Harbaugh being the next Bears coach. And if I'm a Bears fan, I would 100% take that. 100%. Yep. Yep. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I could get down with that, man. I could, yeah, I could 100% get down with that. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, by the way, announced his retirement, going to retire as a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, after wow. 15 seasons, although he hasn't really done a whole bunch of past couple of years. Um, but it is wild if you, most people, it, unless you're super, 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 super young, um, the miracle at the Meadowlands when Deshaun Jackson fielded that punt and like muffed it, fumbled it, and then picked it up. I mean, I mean, the clock's run. It was like 14 seconds left when <laughs> the Giants kicked it and he ends up running that fucker back. And running in front of the end zone, he doesn't even go to the end zone yet. He runs parallel to the end zone for a stretch of that, which is, he's lucky nobody popped that out and made him fumble or something dumb. That would have ridiculous. But that particular play, I believe the Eagles beating the Giants right there basically set up the Packers as the sixth seed getting into the playoffs and then going on their run. It was crazy. 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 That, and I love watching that clip because you see Tom Coughlin yelling at the punter like, what are you doing? Oh, Channing, can you say, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, Tom Coughlin's like, dude, you don't punt into Deshaun Jackson. Punt it out of bounds. What, what the hell? <laughs> he was pissed. He was pissed. Um, what are we doing? What are we doing? And uh, yeah, Christmas songs. I will say uh, Shane McGowan of the Pogues passed. Uh, I'm not like some, I don't know. I'm not like real big on the pose or any of that. Uh, but I thought it was wild. Obviously a lot of Kelsey, Jason, Travis, Taylor Swift, all that stuff. Well, the Kelsey brothers did a cover of the fairy, the fairy tale of fairy tale of New York, but they modified it to make it the fairy tale of Philadelphia, right? Which is weird in its own way. They had fun. You can hear it in their voices. They're having a good time with this. They cars, bars. They got rivers of gold. But the wind goes right through you. no place for the old. When you first took my hand on a cold Christmas Eve, you promised me Broad feet was waiting for me. You were handsome. You were pretty. You're the king of South Philly. When the band finished playing, they howled out for more. They had a good time. They had a good time. But their cover of that song basically off Shea McGowley they killed a man. That's crazy. Crazy. Well, that's not nice to say. It is an entertaining cover. Again, not, not really my wheelhouse. I do like some punk, um, but never super. I I don't, I hadn't spent a lot of time with the song, but fun cover of it. The original is interesting, but uh, rest in peace, obviously to him. I did want to wrap up with a couple other like thoughts in particular. And we ended up going over, always take the over. Uh, unlike Iowa, Shannon, when it comes to the sports brew, always take the over. Always, always, always. So we know that Ben Johnson is going to be an attractive head coaching candidate. We know that, right? Period. End of story. Um, we, we've talked about the rumors with Carolina. But if I'm Ben Johnson, why do I want to go to the Carolina Panthers? I don't. Okay? So a team like San Diego, San Diego, motherfucker. A team like the LA Chargers, right? That's going to be... The, attract, the attractive spot. We know that. It's going to be. That's the way that it's going to go. However, that... Oh, Shannon, where'd you go? Did you pass out? Did we lose you? Shannon. Oh, my gosh. Shannon might have fallen out of the chair. Anyway. All right, so Ben Johnson, rumors. All the rumors are going to crank up. He's going to be very desirable. One of the things I think is super fascinating, and I didn't realize this... Uh, is that there's actually a connection between Ben Johnson and Sam Howell? Why you what? ask? Yes, they're both UNC quarterbacks, right? But not only that, okay? Not only that. Johnson graduated from the from UNC. Um, he was a walk-on quarterback from 4 to to07 Sam Howell yeah. was Sam Howell was a quarterback for the Tar Heels from 2019 to 2021. Okay, at the 2022 Senior Bowl, Ben Johnson coached the American squad. Howell was one of three quarterbacks on the American squad roster. Check out this audio clip from Ben Johnson and Sam Howell.
1: Hey, what's it like having having someone in your
0: ear the whole time calling plays? What's that like? It's
1: cool, man.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. something always. I wanted to do. I always see NFL quarterback. It's cool, man. Why do you coach? Why do I coach? One
1: word. Relationships.
0: Alright. Keep that in mind. Why do I coach one word relationships? Here we go.
1: I asked Sam what it was like to be the second best quarterback to go through North Carolina. He's like, wait, who's the first? Who's the first? Come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what does it feel like to be the second best quarterback coming through Carolina? <laughs> that is hilarious. Now, look, Washington is going to be an attractive spot. You, it's post Dan Snyder era. They're going to ramp up to build a new stadium. You have some talent there. They got a lot of money. They've traded some picks, they've got a, a good like draft, draft pick stock. They're not going to finish this year that well, so their own pick's going to be good. The Bears pick will be good. <laughs> You know, they're going to have draft picks. They're going to have a ton of money. You potentially have at least a potential, potentially pretty good quarterback, and you you have nice wide receivers. They're not bereft of talent. They're not Carolina dumpster fire, right? They're not. They're not good, but they're not awful. Um, So there's a a certain degree of attraction that's there. And I would be – you know keep you know, if you're like looking at you know the, the, you got your radar up for coaching changes and all that um keep your radar up for Ben Johnson his connection with Sam Howell and if that opens a door for Washington I'm not saying it will happen he may not he may not want to leave Detroit he may have better opportunities right but I would expect Washington to be a front runner like that's a that's a nice that's a nice spot to be in if they want him and he wants them i take i mean look i take Washington over Carolina that's for damn sure oh yeah you know maybe not over maybe not over the chargers but over carolina hell yeah hell yeah all right so that's the fairy tale of tonight the fairy tale of thursday and the fairy tale of shannon taking a nap and waking up in the last two minutes of this podcast.
1: Dude, I'm uh, I'm gassed.
0: Way to recover. Yeah, it's okay, dude. We ran over. Of course we did. I told you. You always take the under with Iowa, and you always take the over with the sports brew. That's the story. I'm sticking to it. But anyway, uh, that's it for us. Shocker. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) That's a shocker. Legit. Shannon, as always, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been good, man. You know, I love you. Glad you had a great Thanksgiving. And uh, look, enjoy the games this coming weekend. I don't know. Thanks for BSing and hanging out. Didn't know it was going to end up being 2.30, but here we are. So let's yeah. wrap up and get out of here and get to bed. Uh, we'll see if the if, if the Pistons uh, have, have won a game by the time we get to next week. <laughs> Who knows? But in, Until then, <laughs> that's, that's enough for now. Get that blunderbuss, would you? Come on, bro. <laughs> Put it on the wall. Look, from all of us to all of you, thanks for putting it with our crap. And if you made it through this whole podcast, congratulations. As always, Todd, we appreciate you. We'll give you a little quick shout-out on the exit. There you go. All right. But uh, as always, keywords of sports and brew, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Google Play. You can find us all over the place, man. You can track us down. And uh, yeah, that's really it. So there you go. From all of us to all of you, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the games, and enjoy the end of college football as we know it. I know that sounds weird, but just prepare yourselves. Prepare yourselves. Why didn't we didn't have to go there? My gosh. That's a little too much, maybe.
1: But is it? I mean if we could go back in time. Oh well
0: True. Fair, yeah. There might be a point where we want to turn back time to the way some college football was before, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, uh, you know, but it's definitely the end of an era and we'll see what the next chapters are like. It's going to be different. Uh, it's going to change the nature of it. So celebrate, celebrate the rivalries that we got, some of the games that we got this year because Pac-12, ACC, I mean, there's just, and, and the ACC is not dead. The Pac-12 is dead, but it's just, it's gonna be very different. It's gonna be very weird. But uh, I gotta for, tell you, man. Yeah, go ahead.
1: If, if Oklahoma State beats Texas, mm-hmm. the the Big Twelve can literally put Oklahoma State on a just, I don't know, on a pedestal that they beat Oklahoma and Texas in the year that they're getting ready to leave for the SEC. That'd be wild. That'd be wild that would be wild. And look,
0: I've been rooting for some chaos. I have been. I've been rooting for some chaos. But Alabama beating Georgia and no no SEC teams in the in the CFP, that is too much chaos. I'm not feeling it.
1: Just a wee bit. <laughs> just
0: <laughs> just a wee bit outside. That you can't have both of those teams outside. Nope. Just a bit outside. Yeah, that, that's what I meant to say. Thank you. Thank you.
2: What can I say except
1: Welcome
0: for the- also just a bit outside is probably how well actually let's leave that ryan shazier follow up for a different
1: i knew that was coming and that's not what she
2: said <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well if if all else fails we know we know oh and this is this is a, a an end of night dedication To Ryan Shazier. We got to do it. Oh, my God. (laughs) She looks like a... I mean, this feels like like the perfect song in the back end to go out to. Uh, You know what I'm saying?
2: It's what Ryan said, yes. Anyway.
0: All right wrap up getting off the rails this is what happens From all, of, us happens, all of you man. i know from all of us all of you enjoy the weekend Shannon, go get some rest
1: yeah you too my man yes
0: sir will do good night brother or as yes, we like sir. or as we like to say good night right good now good night now later bro <laughs> uh oh
2: much back. so fellas yeah,
0: fellas, yeah. Wait, is he giving her a pop-up book? Oh, Wait, shit. is it a hardback
1: Oh man,
0: are they gonna man. Netflix and chill with Brokeback mountain? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs>
1: Holy crap, dude.
0: <laughs> oh, terrible. Oh, my goodness. Just remember, his anaconda don't want none unless you got buns on. All right. On that note. True story. All right. Peace out. <laughs> we got to go.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. Oh, no. Yes. It's time. All right, Shannon. Go get some rest, man. Catch you later, bro. Good night. All right. Good night, dude. All right. Let it, bro. Good night, everybody. Thanks for putting up with our crap. Peace out. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.
1: See you, man.